Welcome everyone to the AMX Moto Online Primex Recap Show on the Inside Dirt Network. We're coming to you live on a Tuesday this time because uh, we'll get into it, Andy. But boy, it was an interesting 24 hours getting, well, 24, 48, 72, traveling to Maitland, traveling back. Yep. It was a bit going on. Oh, but, I believe uh, it. We I got there. It. But before we get to that, this is, of course, the AMX Motor Online Primex Recap Show on the Inside Dirt Network. And AMX are the nation's leading motorcycle retailer with over 16 locations nationwide. Ligon Street is the latest store to open, which is the new clearance center, which is located in Carlton in the CBD pretty much. There's also Canberra, Cairns, and Andy, seeing as we just finished up in Newcastle, we just got told on the weekend there's a store open in Newcastle as well. Unreal. Perfect. Uh, AMX throwing shops up like yeah. <laughs> on a weekly basis. So uh, let me check this out, guys. I've got it in my notes. The AMX store, which just opened in Newcastle, is located in Lake Road in Glendale. And I believe that's going to open in a couple months time, give or take, maybe weeks. I actually got to dig in my notes. So I'm get this right real quick. Uh, it opens mid-September. So if you are in the Newcastle area, which I know a lot of guys are because there mm -hmm. was a decent crowd um, turned out at the race this weekend, probably would have been a bigger crowd if things uh, were a little less complicated. But uh, that is the uh, the Newcastle store for AMX, which is open right now. Like we said, the nation's leading retailer with over 16 locations nationwide, AMX Superstores. Check out amx.com. .au for more info on the online e-com stores, click and collect, all that crazy stuff because the country is doing doing its thing again with lockdowns. And it's hectic times here in Australia. It is. Sure, it is. So, I will uh, say, Joe, I actually took a journey down to the uh, Ligon Street Carlton store and I tell you, more stuff than I actually thought would be in there. I mean, it's a clearance centre, but tons of good deals, heaps of gear, plenty of stuff, mate. Got myself a All deal. about it. Now yeah. you're a city slicker. You can go check slicker. these things out. I rode there, man. You you know, on, on your fixed crank bicycle. Don't have a fixie yet, Not but yet. it's on order. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you to AMX for coming on. And of course, Moto Online, which is our distribution partner for this show. We're going to have Alex Gobert on in just a minute. Um, running a little behind. We had some technical problems as always. So that's why you might have seen me on my phone when we went live. Donnell was waving his hands like the house was on fire because uh, we were trying to fix some network issues. But as always, I'm your host, Joe Stevens. Our new resident co-host, which I'm very excited <laughs> about, right next to me is Andy Dinicol, AD. Uh, hello, hello. The, the people have spoken. They enjoyed having you. It's good to be on. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I mean, I loved it last, uh, not last year, the year before that for the Super Show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's good to be back. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So it was good. Yeah. It's good. It's good to have you last week. It's good to have you here tonight and um, get to bounce, talk some shop, talk some bench racing, talk about some comments that didn't age well, which is the new well, section you have is, brought in. That is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of fun tonight. So It is. It is. Now, producing the show, um, it looks like he's lost about another quarter inch of his hairline with the stress that just went down. Mr. Darnell Official, how we doing, mate? Uh, now the show's running live, I'm, I'm a little bit calmer. I mean... Are we good? Are we live? We are live. So everyone on Facebook, hi, how are you going? Uh, we're here, we're live, we got to go to a race. We did, we got to we go to a race. We may have had to uh, get COVID tested and isolate until we got our negative results. So. so yeah, that is why the show is coming to you on a Tuesday mm. uh, instead of a Monday night because... Yeah. Um, Basically, we we got to New South Wales. We were in a, a green zone, mm -hmm. 
Uh, Sydney was locked down. We were miles from Sydney. Everything was cool. We flew in and out of Newcastle. But then the Victorian government went ahead and changed the zoning for us returning, uh, which meant that we had to get home, get tested, and then wait for results. They pulled a fast one on you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was... Um, you disgusting people. Okay? <laughs> Go and get tested, huh? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> man, it, it was a little stressful. I'm not going to lie. I like, believe it, man. You know... The way the government just made these changes, it's, it's, it's uh, tough. It's such a tough deal for anyone trying to run events because, yeah. like, we literally, on the Friday, I was chatting to, you know, MA and everything was good. By the time we were there on Saturday, it was, Sydney changes. was escalating, it was changing. Um, by the time Sunday had rolled around, it changed again. So the guidelines had changed and they, the, the fans couldn't go to the pits. They couldn't interact yeah. with the riders. Um, everyone had to wear masks. Like, it, it just kept, it was such a fluid yeah, yeah. situation. Uh, but the racing went off. Um, for all intents and purposes, if you were watching it on TV, you never would have known. I wouldn't have. Which I mean, you- I did see a lot of people with masks on, um, yeah. which I did kind of figure just from watching the news that that would be what's going to happen from now on. You know, I mean, it's just crazy how quickly things can change in a matter of 72 hours, especially when you're in the event game. You know, I mean, luckily the event went on, yeah. thankfully. Um, it could have ended up a bit worse, but... Um, it's just crazy, isn't it? Like it's so it's, crazy what's it, going on. I feel I feel for everyone involved because for sure. like the teams, MA, like everyone's trying to, you know, like for all intents and purposes, this event it needed to happen. Yeah. Because and I've said this to a lot of people, um, okay, we're three rounds in now, right? So I I'm not saying this is gonna happen at all, so don't take this as this is not fact, this is just speculation, right? Things are getting crazy now. Mm-hmm. If we need to take another six weeks, we, we maybe they move Victoria, I don't know. Like the next round's Albury, the way New South is right now, like it's not looking good. Mm. Somehow Victoria, we're in like the best shape. Funnily enough, <laughs> somehow going back maybe you know twelve <laughs> months ago, we were in the know, worst shape. The worst shape. So. We'll take it. And this is not a COVID show. I don't want to keep talking about it. But if this round didn't happen, yeah, then you've only got two rounds. Yeah, for they, sure. They moved this one. Then if the next one gets moved, like, then they've had to move Adelaide again. Then yeah. all of a sudden you're in real trouble because. You know what I mean? There's not endless amounts of season on the backside of spring because Supercross is hopefully we're waiting sure. on announcements, but you anticipate Supercross is going to be there. Yeah. So the teams ain't going to want to go racing in October for yeah, yeah. motocross not when they're getting ready for Supercross not season. So yeah. this point before, oh yeah, I'm there. Back. There you are. Oh. Okay, we're going to disregard... Uh, we'll disregard Darnell. That's that headset. Just Technical um, uh, difficulties there. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Am I back? All right. I made this point before. Do we look at a... You look at something like Designations. They drop your worst moto score. Mm. Now we're seeing riders not making it to events, i.e. Jaden Rockers or... Yeah, we need to talk about that too. Do yeah, you, yeah, that's on the do list. Do they look at... Do MA and ProMX look at dropping your worst moto score? Yeah, but I don't think that's going to matter if we don't have any races, right? Well, the other catch to that is when you drop your worst race at that event, it's the same event, same track. Mm. It's like saying, well, okay, Cloudy's probably not going to beat Duffy in the sand at Coolum. Well, he can scratch Coolum. You know what I mean? Well, he's like, already had a DNF. Yeah, true. I, I'm looking at this from a selfish reason, right? I said perfect season. Right? <laughs> you did. Well, Webster. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that later because we've got a section about things that Andy came up with a cool idea which is, what's it called, Andy? You can introduce it. This is uh, <clears throat> a little segment that I'd like to call uh, Comments That Didn't Age Well. Yeah. So, you're going to be digging into that pretty soon. It's basically things that we've said on the air that then turned out to be wrong. And we're not proud of. That's cool. You know? I mean, it's part of it. It's part of it. 
um, some of the first shows we ever did, we said some pretty things, pretty vocal things about riders we thought I mean, weren't going to do not, well. And I'm not going to name names, but someone sitting here said that Jet Lawrence wasn't going to win a race as a rookie. You know, I'm not. Did I, did I say someone that? Someone said that. Yeah. Not going to name names. I, I may have said that. Look. Who said that? Donnell said that. You said that. I said that. I had it, I have it on pod. Yeah. So. Anyway, let's get to that <laughs> later on. Um, right now, uh, like I said, Maitland's in the books. This is the AMX Superstores Motor Online Pro MX Recap Show on the Inside Dirt Network. I'm getting better at saying that as the season is going on. Um, right now, before we get into anything, Andy, we're going to get the man from Motor Online who runs the uh, nation's leading publication in the game and also our distribution partner Alex Gobert going to have a quick chat with him about the round before we uh, get into the rest of the show um, we also forgot to mention the hecticness of the show that we have Jay Wilson and Jesse Dobson coming on as guests unreal so we've got a good lineup of guys Fantastic. tonight but yeah. Alex how we doing buddy sorry we had a little bit of technical dramas before we got you on tonight how we doing yeah, good. What's happening, guys? Oh, mate, we're just uh, reliving the, the craziness of the last, uh, what's three days, 72 hours, I think well, it you is. you are. Yeah, me and Donnell <laughs> were chatting about getting COVID tests, getting home, and all sorts of that stuff going on. So, uh, yeah, we're back to normal now, but it was, a, it was a crazy few days. Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, pretty good event, though, right? Like, just to see it go on and go ahead, that was looked a bit sketchy there for a while, but, yeah, they got it done. They did, they did. I mean, honestly, Saturday was um, was the, the worst day because people really didn't know what was going on and, and the government were doing hourly press updates and everything and, and obviously we, we were not in the greater Sydney area but we were in the Hunter Valley but um, it was pretty hectic for a minute there. I was quite relieved though that and this is what I was really hoping because it was a weird vibe in the pits on Saturday. Mm. Soon as the first bikes hit the gate for practice qualifying in the morning game on game on yeah normal day everything pretty much you know as you'd expect alex it, it kind of just went back to business as usual so other than the fans having to wear the masks and and that sort of thing um i mean you stayed home and watched it on tv from this one right so you'd have it was just like a normal event for you Sorry. yeah from my perspective um yeah so i was going to head up there and then the, the obviously the, the restrictions and lockdown sort of came into place uh, within Greater Sydney, which is where I am, it kind of they backdated that to really. I think it was the Monday you should have been out of Greater Sydney, so I'm not sure that everybody at that event was outside of the the correct areas in time. But hey, the event went on. Um, it was good, I guess, from my perspective to actually experience it from the couch, essentially, or in my case, from my desk. But yeah, to see the coverage, to see the way that up that all carried out. To start on the live stream and then switch across to Fox Sports in the afternoon. You know, I think um, how good is it for our sport, you know, just to see all of that stuff happening and, yeah, get get to the level that we all want it to be at and, and give some return to these sponsors who are involved and, and all the athletes that put in so much work. You know, that, that's the big thing that I took out of it from my standpoint on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, and, and that that is true. Like, you know, we sit in the media tent for most of the day and I actually dipped out and watched a bit more trackside racing this weekend but uh you know you see it on tv and and man it's getting better every round it really is and uh it's cool to see like the features they're shooting the the race coverage between the live stream and the tv like it's come a long way since round one and it, it, like you said i i contemplated uh, on friday i almost made the call to stay home and and do our work i was going to send on hell 
to be in the trenches and I was going to to kind of run run some things from the couch and watch it at home, but I figured we were kind of safe in Melbourne enough to go and it, it did work out for the most part. So I'm glad I did because it was a good round and it was good to be back at the races because, you know, we had two months off nearly between Canberra and, and Maitland. So it would have been, it wouldn't have been a good thing for the series to miss that round as well as the postponement of Adelaide further with Gilman. I like how you think how expendable I am that you can just send me <laughs> and stay home. That's all right. As my, long as Joe's safe, all right. My logic is that you can work from home. <laughs> my my home offer, office. Yeah, your home is, office uh, is good. It's coming along. Alex is on the same page as me. He has a family. It's a little hard to stay at home and be productive. Oh, okay. S- single people with no kids. Clearly, <laughs> second tier in society. Back me up here, Alex. You know what I'm talking about. Well, one thing I wanted to ask Joe is. Why are we still calling that round round four? How does that work when it was the third time we've gone racing? All of a sudden, we're at round four. <laughs> Suddenly, in the final round in Gilman, I guess looking at the ProMX website now, that's round nine. So yeah, it's all yeah. I, I believe I, I believe I believe it was honestly. I don't know. I, I kind of asked the question, but I think it, because it was going to be after this one and before Aubrey that they just plan to do it that way but yeah clearly it didn't work yeah, out yeah. so I, same with as3k as well i guess in terms of the schedule but um what were your thoughts on the weekend in terms of the the racing and the the action on track like you said once they hit the track that was um you know it was game on from that point it was i mean you know what maitland's like alex like they fit a ton of track into quite a small area um and the track was gnarly. Like Andy brought it up. So Andy Dinicole's here as well, Alex. He's yeah, good day, mate. New resident car. Have you met Andy? You would have over the years, right? Maybe. I'm not 100%. Not sure. I was watching just before and I watched the uh, the last show that you guys did. So yeah, definitely familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, he had a very brief pro career in Australia, but he's um, he was quite an accomplished amateur in the States. But uh, what was I going to say? Um the track. The track. Andy brought it up. You know, you've got a very, you know, Andy raced there back in the day before he went to America, but you've got, you know, there's extremely hard packed, deep ruts, tight sections, and there's really high speed sections. They put some sand in there this year, like so much track to remember. And it, it kind of looked to me like you were almost always on the edge of your tires. Like mm. it was a, yeah. a very technical track. Um, it looked like guys were either really gelling with it, like Cloudy was just on another level, I think, you know, no disrespect to Gibbsy, but he could have handled that last moto any time he needed to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alex, I think it was guys were either gelling with it or they weren't. And you saw with Duffy, you saw with Mel Ross, uh, you know, some of those guys that really were struggling. Yeah. Yeah, and it was kind of hard to pass on. And I think by the end of the, you know, I guess in terms of the passing, it was kind of difficult because if you went offline or into a new kind of section and we saw a different kind of, sections that had, I guess, um, formed up differently than the rest, that made it really uh, difficult to an extent. You know, I think we did an interview with Carl Webster today where he said um, when he was making his way through the pack in that second moto, it was, you know, kind of challenging in itself just to get through. And then also adding into that for the for the afternoon motos was the sun, the way it kind of peeked through those mm. trees and, mm. and, you know, as it's setting, you know, it, it was getting... Um, kind of late there by the end of those final motos and yeah it was definitely a, a technicality of that weekend was up there for sure the shadows in the morning and qualifying were really gnarly too <laughs> um like it was because they started early it was seven thirty on track um which i didn't mind actually because you get there really early anyway so it's kind of good to have things kick off sooner but 
yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting one as far as passing. Like there was that long straightaway away from the start, uh, and then it had that very long right hander, and yeah. there was literally a, a far inside, far outside, and yeah. there was a wet part in the middle you probably know what i'm talking about alex and and yeah yeah riders were sorted that was a cool section to watch because they were slingshotting around the outside it gave them the inside to the next turn that left yeah but riding that would have been exhausting like looking Hectic. at that would have been yeah i can only imagine how tiring it would have been but um i mean andy and i are going to go into the race by play by play in more detail mm-hmm. alex but i think um interesting duffy situation evolving here where it's been okay he was sort of Matching Clout didn't quite get the job done at Canberra. Cloudy beats him in his backyard in WA at Manjimum. He really wasn't there again this weekend. Cloudy dominated. Like it's starting to become a bit of a become pattern. a bit of a thing where Clout's sort of on that next level. What do you think? Yeah, I think to me, just um, visually now, you know, you can see Clout has the momentum. I think he was, you know, surprised. I think a lot of us were surprised after what happened at One Saggy that he's been able to come back and collect this red plate so quickly. Um, yeah, so he's definitely definitely the class of the field as it stands. You know, I think it's going to be really difficult to stand up and, and beat him from this point. Um, Gibbs, to me, is probably the surprise factor. I didn't think he would be as good as what he has been. I know you said, you know, Clout, you know, potentially could have gotten him in that final moto, but at the same time, We've seen uh, Gibbs kind of step up in those sprint races, those second ones, the last two rounds now, and I just didn't expect him to be as good as what he is. And Canty as well, he was probably the big improver on the weekend. Just a real, a real mix of guys. And that freight train in that second moto across the across the line, you know that that's the beauty of those short back to back sprints, isn't it? Just seeing. The, the different dynamics when these guys are sprinting, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it is, and and I must admit, I was I think everybody was a little skeptical on the back to backs coming back. I mean, I raced the back to backs in 2012, and I think we were doing 15 and 15 back then at MX Nationals, and they go by so quick as a rider, like it's literally, um, you know, it, it you blink and you're on the last lap, you know. So for the shorter version of of what we're doing now, it's very intense, and the the elite guys know they can pretty much sprint the whole way. So it's it's been really entertaining, and especially having it two rounds in a row with the way it went Maitland, uh, Canberra, then Maitland. So those guys had that familiar in their mind. But yeah, Gibbsy really... Um, I, my take on it, Alex and Andy, is this. I think because Gibbsy's a little older, you know, what he said when I interviewed him the other day, uh, at the end of the day, sorry, was that, you know, he was surprised. He was, he was basically hole-shotting every moto, but he was just getting shuffled back early in the opening few laps I think maybe his maturity level he needs a few laps or a few races sorry to get going so by the time that last back-to-back hits he's like comfortable he knows the track then you know maybe everybody else's intensity dropped off a little bit but I don't know surprised is probably the yeah Gibbsy would be I mean Tanny too um, but Tanny was always going to be pretty quick in that uh, New South Wales area. I mean, that's where he's awesome. come from. He's ridden that track a lot. We kind of had a feeling he was going to be good there. Same as Mossy, right? Like For if sure. Mossy you know. didn't have somewhat of a showing at this one, it wasn't going to happen all yep. year. So yep. um, a lot of hard pack tracks though. Like if we get to Albury for the next round, that's basically three really yeah, hard right. pack tracks in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting, Alex, the way this series is shaping up. I think um, it, the... 
who's going to stop Cloud at this point is the question. I mean, Waters is there as well, For but sure. yeah. Uh, to me, uh, I think Waters still has more to give. You know, I think his program, you know, because he's going between AORC, I know that he's on his way at the moment um, down to Hadar, and then, you know, I don't know if that... Um, if that can we of, can we go... Is Hadar... Is that happening? That's happening. It's happening sure. with the border situation. I mean, I'm not, I'm not yeah, coming yeah, to you to confirm it or deny it, know, but, yeah. but didn't they close by their borders though? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure, but by all indications, at this point, it's going ahead. But yeah, from Waters' perspective, I think, um, you know, I'm not sure if that the the switching things up is kind of affecting him or what it is. But I know he's got a lot more to give. You know, he's going to be better. I, I think if anybody's going to, uh, you know, stand up and truly challenge Clout, I think it's still Duffy or Waters. But for my mind, one's got experience and the defending champion. One's the rookie and, and, you know, the next generation from from our sport within Australia. So it's going to be one of those guys in my mind. Alex, uh, Andy here. I, I actually made that comment um, on the last podcast. You know, he you, you're looking at Todd, who's just come back from WA. That's a long journey back from WA to, to New South Wales. He's got his kids with him, from what I believe. It's, he's travelling, it's driving. Yep. And, you know, the last showing of Todd, look, he's, he's up there still, but he's not where I would have expected him to be, um, you know, at, in these rounds. I mean, last year he dominated, dominated the series. Um, this year, looks like he's nearly struggling a little bit, you know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, to me, he's definitely not, um, you know, as, uh, I don't know if strong is the word, but just not, um, you know, you can see with Clout, every time he's on the bike, he's just at his peak, you know, he's ready, he knows he's there to win. Yep. Um, obviously, that's the goal of all of them. But yeah, I think uh, for sure, Waters, I think he's still, funnily enough, I feel like he's just finding his feet out there still. Um, and, and yeah, I I think as well, even though we said Tanty's going to be good in New South Wales, you know, I think he's got that outright speed that, you know, he's going to be right there through the rest of the season in my mind. And, and you know, then then you've got the mix of guys. You've got Metcalf. You've got, you know, even uh, Max Purvis was better on the weekend, especially in that final moto. Mm. So Melrose as well, he can deliver at any given time, really. It's just um, I mean that, as we saw in Canberra on the podium. Yeah, so there's a real mix of guys that can do it. I mean, the MX1 class is the one making it happen. The MX1 class is just stacked right it now. Is. Like, it's really Absolutely. deep. Uh, I mean, I think Waters has been really impressive because where he's at, I think um, he just always finds his way to the podium. Like There yeah. were plenty of times during the weekend where I looked at him on the track and his track position and even his qualifying times, and I was like, no. But he finds his way into the top yeah, three every does. time. But we'll, we'll leave the play-by-play uh, for a bit later in the in the show, Alex. But as I said, we were running One behind schedule. But there quickly. Yeah. He's only five or six points outside of the lead as well. So That's far. what I mean. Is yeah. Him yeah, like, he's, he's finding his way into this championship hunt where you know you, he's not done anything spectacular, but he's just there or thereabouts, right? And that's that veteran ability when it's not your good day. And like you know when we get to Coolum for two weekends – He's going to be right there, even with Duffy's yeah. speed. Correct um, me if I'm wrong, but is he the only one that's podiumed at every round? Uh, uh, no, he was fourth in no. Canberra. So he, he, was just oh, he was off the podium. He tied for the podium oh, yeah, at Canberra. So equal points, but wasn't. So oh. that's that shows the consistency of him. Oh, that's what I'm saying. He just finds a way to get it done. Um, Alex, uh, 
all things Moto Online Foremost Media going well. Obviously, you had your army of content creators out there in your absence this weekend. It looked like they were keeping busy. Yeah, yeah, no, all good. Just um, It's actually been kind of, because we are so specific on racing, the, the I guess, uncertainty of these events, the cancellation or the postponement of Gilman, it kind of, kind of mixes things up a bit. Uh, we elevated our Mandamup coverage to an extent, and then uh, we did some work with the KTM group out at Fink as well. So the, I guess it never really ends, but at the same time, uh, to me, in terms of the actual website, we definitely like it when it's a more consistent schedule. But hey, that's just the world that we live in, and and obviously anything that we can do to cut to to cover the sport from a domestic level and the Australians overseas, you know, they're the they're the things that we're trying to do for sure. Yeah, that's it, mate. No, it's I mean everyone would like a more consistent schedule right now, but um, it certainly looks like you guys are making it work. Like I saw a, a bunch of. Uh, foremost team out there on the weekend shooting you know shooting trackside and everything so it was really cool to see but um we're going to jump off now alex sorry to, to cut this one short yeah, mate, yeah, but no like i said we're, we're running a little behind schedule so uh, i don't want to lose the show too much at the beginning but um appreciate moto online being involved as the distribution partner for uh the amx moto online pro mx recap show that's such a mouthful still and um <laughs> And yeah, man. Look, hopefully uh, we look. Hopefully we go to Albury, and hopefully uh, we'll get to catch up there. Yeah, that's it. One hundred percent. All right, boys. Well, thanks for that. Have a good show. I right, man. Appreciate thanks, it. Yeah. All right. Um, Interesting guy, hey? Yeah, he's he's very insightful. For like sure. he's very. Um, he's a wealth of knowledge. He is. He's very. Not, we didn't get any oil for that chair yet, did we? No, we didn't. No. I got a bunch of other stuff from AMX. <laughs> you didn't get the oil. Uh, I didn't get this. W. I need to invest in some better studio chairs. Um. Yeah, he is very insightful, Alex. I really. That's why I like getting him on because, you know, as as a, a journalist or whatever you want yeah. to call him, I, you know, you look at the Moto Online articles like yeah. it's super insightful. We're a little looser here at Inside Dirt, but uh, I know what's going on. But, um. You know, Alex has a really good way of delivering the information. So, look, right now we've got, uh, is it 6 p.m.? Yes. Can you just call Jay and say we'll call him in like 10 minutes? Okay, I'll text yeah. him. He's in Queensland, so. We're on normal times. Are we? Yeah, it's not daylight savings. God, you suck. I just say to everyone now in every scheduling text, it's Vic yeah. time, Vic time, Vic time. Vic time. Yeah. yeah. No worries. Cool. Keep going. <laughs> Well, you've been yelling at me. Uh, you know. I've had a very stressful afternoon. Yeah, right. right. Well, I will say, going. I will yeah. say this, Joe. While yeah. you guys were gallivanting around in <laughs> COVID friggin' New South Wales, yeah, I went and actually uh, got the flaming dragon out and That's gave right. it a bit of a ring. The one twenty-five. So I did. did. Did we make it official on the last show? We didn't make it fully official. We We're spoke still waiting it. for uh, AMX Superstore, the best <laughs> superstore in Australia, to come on board. Um, but you know. I'm well, definitely. I've still got to. I've still got to talk to AMX about it, <laughs> but it is official that we'll, there will be an inside the CR125 yeah. on the line mm-hmm. if it's at Gilman, Gilman, or if it's at Aubrey. We don't know. Yeah, possibly two. Possibly CL. two if we can. If we can Swindle. stimulate Andy enough yes. to do both. But I, Andy will be, and this is the man that's won oh five no, no, AMA whoa, whoa, amateur Captain, titles. Four, four. <laughs> four. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm saying possibly two inside the CR125s. 
Oh, sorry, because, yeah, Matt Van Sluten will be riding the other one. The other one, yeah. So yeah. Six-time so Gippy World Champion. It's so going to be... Stick your AMA titles <laughs> where you... The sun don't shine. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Because that's a world title. That right? is. There yeah. you have that's it. That's the most um, important championship. So you, you heard it here first, folks. Now, the other thing to check out before we get into some more guests and the play-by-play, the Inside the Vlog, Inside the YouTube, Darnell and I took the GoPro to um, Maitland. Yes. Documented the whole trip. Really? There's some funny, funny trip you know, road trip airplane footage. There is post-race interviews, pre just going around the pits, getting stuff like Max Purvis's mullet. Beautiful. Um, that is a beautiful sight. You know, just some behind the scenes on, on you know, not track side, but yep. behind the scenes. And yeah, it's basically giving everyone an idea of what was going on. So, you, um, know, uh, you want to drop two seconds of your time, get a mullet. <laughs> Look at him. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, the mullet clip is amazing. I got to him. Like, Does that thing give you superpowers? And he's like, aerodynamic, eh? Like, <laughs> whatever what is. What accent was that? that New, was Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand? That was like German. <laughs> I can't do New Zealand. Oh, I can't either. Evidently, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> You right. barely got an Australian accent. You shouldn't try to imitate anyone else's. Get into the racing right. voice. Okay. We've got 10 minutes. So let's do, uh, we're going to do Jay, and Jay's interviews go for a long time. Mm. So let's do MX1 now, MX1. and then we'll do MX2 with Jay and then Jesse. Yes. Could you text Jesse too and let him know we're running a bit late? Yes, I will text Jesse. Thank you. So they should just know by now. It's a good point. But anyway, we're here. It's all good. Right. Um, MX1. 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 Um, we already talked about Clout, but Clout was fastest in qualifying. Yes. The fastest, one Super Pole. Yes. Uh, and one. And one convincingly, most of the motos. Yeah, most of the motos. And here's the thing, the, the one thing about the back-to-backs that I don't know if the fans or people always get the industry-wise, is that even though Clout went 1-2 in the back-to-backs, you got the it's 1-1 one, one yeah. as far as the moto scores. Yep. So they add the last, the back-to-back motos together, the lowest score gets... Just one race points allocated. Yeah. So he got four points for the back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. So as far that's why the championship, it's like, oh, Clout only won four out of the last six races, but technically he didn't. He yep. got max points from both yeah, yeah, rounds. Yeah. So where Duffy's gone four, five, three, two, here, here, and here, he's been going one, 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 one. Yeah. So that's the difference. But and I, I mean, mean, we've well, talked about Cloudy already, but man, Darnell. He is on one. How he's good do fast all weekend? Like, really, and you've seen it in that last one, and he even said to us in the post-race interviews and talking to, I was talking to Aaron afterwards, his mechanic, and if it came down to it, he knows that he could have pushed around Gibbsy and got the win in that second back-to-back. Mm. But he's it's showing that Luke's really maturing at the moment because, you know, the cloudy of the past would just go, oh, I need to win every race. Mm. And he's gone, no, nah, I'll settle down. I'm making a few mistakes already. So if he tries to push, he goes, it's better to settle for a second and take the win. Yeah. Right? It's maturity. Um, I mean, you'd he, rather get a second than a DNF. This he, is his coming of age here where I yeah. think it's like the... It's, it's a big call because Duffy's so young and he's had a couple bad rounds, but... Well, bad rounds. He went fourth overall. At, where was he? At, at, at Canberra? Canberra, he was on the box. So, yeah, so he's gone third third and fourth overall, right? Yeah. Was he fourth overall at, yeah, this weekend? so. Yep. So, either way, you couldn't say Duffy's had terrible weekends, but he's had a couple of rounds where after winning round one, you go, okay. Yeah, where to from here? Where to from here? So, to me, is like the next round for Duffy yep. is going to be the tale of, you know, yeah, he's probably going to kick everyone's butt at Coulomb. He will, but honestly, I said this in the like show before, I was watching Luke and... 
mate, there's no. I just don't see anyone touching him. I mean, okay, he got beaten. I, I in the said last that about Kyle Webster. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> proven wrong. He is just on fire. Like he just, he's hitting his marks. He's looks like so good on the bike. Mm-hmm. He never looks out of his comfort zone, it's and a, that's like crazy because like he's ripping. In you that know first I mean? moto, it really looked like it was just cruise control. The team's so dialed though, like everything, and and I still think that this is hurting Duffy a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's it's not nothing against KDM, but. It's KDM of sorts with a truck and an infrastructure, but the suspension's outsourced. Like, there's n- nothing they're doing is wrong or low budget. Yeah. But it ain't CDR. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. I tell you, like, every time CDR, like, Luke came off the track into that podium area, which was all day, and it was right there where we were in the media center. Yeah. We would come out, you know, Donnell would do these photos, and we would do our thing with the podium. And, and Gary Ben. Um, yeah. Dakar, you yeah. know, Aaron, Brad, everyone, the whole CDR team, they're not saying that your Eve's Honda team weren't, they were the same with Webster and, and Gibbsy and everybody, yeah. but like, you just, you're not seeing as much presence with the KDM like team as a yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah, And those, those two teams in general, like Honda and Yamaha, well, the we, team setup is just, We flew back with Honda. Well, it seemed like the whole, the whole half of the plane was, was Honda. Honda. Like, in front of us, there was there was three in front of me and three on the other side of the row. And then there was three in red. front of me again. It, it was like nine Honda staff, including yeah. like, it was like Yareev, Sladek, who's like super experienced yeah. technician, runs Piney. his own workshop. Piney, now the team manager there. Yeah. You know, he's won championships with Wilson Todd. Todd, what, like the, the infrastructure with those guys, yeah. killer. And then you got CDR, Gary Ben. I mean. There was a few CDR guys on the on flight yeah Brad like again such a wealth of Massive. racing Not like you've literally got these two teams yeah. which have got pretty much most of the best staff in the industry um, speaks volumes there right well, it does I just don't know if and I might be wrong if, if I'm saying this because people sometimes hit me up and say hey you're out to lunch this is wrong tell me if I'm wrong do it actually but I, I don't know like I don't really know too many people in the KDM rig right now like Rob's yeah. not there anymore um it's all Who's through race, isn't it? All through race line, though. No, no, no. no that no, was no. that's that's finished that's now. Done, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's an in-house team, but again. it's fully. But, inter- yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't know Regan. It's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Cloudy's definitely the man to beat right now. Waters again. We just said it with Gobert, but he doesn't really look spectacular any round so far this year. But man, he just gets on the podium. If you think about the staff that they've got spread across. That's the other thing to look at. You've got three teams in that KDM group now. Yeah. Between Gas Gas, Yamaha, and KDM. Yeah. They'd yeah. have nine staff between the three trucks. Yeah. yeah. But it becomes... And you're not going to combine segmented. them together. No. It becomes but segmented at that point. You know? Are you, like, if it came down to it, are you sure that the guys from Gas Gas aren't going to jump over and help Duffy? Yeah, they, they are, but... What? And they've got those WP technicians there. But they've got their own stuff going on with their own riders, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm spitballing, but it's going to be interesting to see. Now, um, yeah... And this is, I mean, like, you, you look at it, yeah, Luke goes five, to the truck, he's got all his stuff, he's got all his gear, he's got all his waters, he's got all his food, it's all in the truck, it's all there to go, and he's got the whole team around him, and all that team are all transparent in what they know, what they do, everyone's got their own jobs, mm-hmm. and I, I completely understand what you're saying about, you know, Regan and Todd, and, you know, even probably Purvis, they're co- not, they're, they're factory, but... Or Are they that factory? It's not. It's not the same level. You know? And I've said that about like the SB Suzuki, the SB Motorsport Suzuki team. And it's not a disrespect, but it's like I talked to Connor, and, and he was seventh at um, at whatever round we were talking Maitland. about. Maitland. Maitland. 
Um, no, no. He's Canberra. seventh in the series. In Canberra, sorry. I talked to him after Canberra and, and I said, you know, you can't be bummed out because pretty much everyone that's beaten you realistically should be. Yeah. Th- that's the hard part. And he's like, yeah, you know, the team puts in a massive effort, which they do, but you got two two Honda riders, you got two TDR riders, you've got um, Waters, yeah. Tan- like all these guys that are on bigger teams. But and that in that 450 setup, that team environment, suspension makes such a difference but look we're running long on this one but for sure let's let's look at this is the championship let's go to the round sorry um and we'll go through the uh the round so, so uh Luke okay Clark, kurt gibbs todd waters regan duffy aaron tanty hayden maros maximus purvis uh brett metcalf connor tierney Lockie latimer that's the top 10 jai dick dickens dixon um joel, joel whiteman Josh Whitehead, Jai Walker, Matt Moss, Joel Evans, Jake Moss, Luke Reardon, and uh, Luke Zelensky. Why you got it up? What were Mossy's results? I just can't remember. Mossy's results, Matt, went five points. Yeah, it's just the points we've got here. But I think he went nine. I'm not sure he was in the back-to-backs. I don't want to look that up. But let's talk. Okay, two rides we're going to talk about before we get Jay Wilson on. First one we're going to talk about is Brett Metcalf. Yes. Um... Not sure what's going on with Reddy. Shuffled back, had a good start in the opening yeah. moto. Um, it just looks like he's not quite there. I don't know if I'm putting unrealistic expectations on Medi. I keep, I keep waiting, and I, th- I think he listens to the show sometimes. And like I said in the last show, it's not like I'm talking shit on him, but I think I keep waiting for like the legend of Brett Metcalf to like spawn return. Yeah, but. Maybe it's just at the point now where he is a top five guy. He went six six eight. Yep. Medi. Mm. Yeah. So he's basically he's there or thereabouts, but he's not clearly. He's either not gelling. Yeah. Or he just doesn't have the intensity. Like he's there, but he's just not quite breaking that. Yeah. You know, he had the podium I at round one, but you know you, you're waiting for more, which. When you when you go into the series, start of the series, you think to yourself, Brett Metcalf, that's going to go be a guy top three easily. Just because it's Medi, like it's Medi, yeah. You know, like he's he's been around the world, he's done everything you think of. I thought Medi would be easy top three guy, and looking at the results, I mean seventh this, sorry, not even eighth this weekend. I just oh, I want him to be better. You I, know? I do, I do. <laughs> I'm such a Medi fan, but here's my thing, my my theory. Um, Donnell, tell me what you think about this. Okay. Medi's experience levels, riding the biggest and best tracks in the world, AMA, MXGP, mm-hmm. in his earlier days, right? Um, Wonthaggy does well. Tracks super, it's a, it's a world-class rough race track, yep. right? Real motocross track. Ruts, yeah, straight yeah, line yeah. ruts, weather, yeah. Then we go to Canberra, very hard pack. No, anyone, yeah. not anyone go fast, but you can hang it out and go fast. Yeah. Again, very Australian track at Canberra. Yeah, you know, square edged, rough, but you know, relatively low high speed, average speed. Yeah, not many strong. Like I don't look to him to excel, but then you look at probably um, Gilman. Obviously, you look at Coolum. You look at probably QMP. I think Medi would be fast, where it's more high speed. You um, know what though, Brett? Like, well, he, I say that we the don't team, know the, him, the, te- the, the team of Honda is uh, a Victorian based team, mm. which they ride one thaggy. You know, coming into the season. Fairly often as well. They do, but it, man, completely different track. But Dino's waving his arms. We've got to keep moving. We've got to get Jay on the phone. Let's talk about Matt Moss. Um, we interviewed Matt Moss on the vlog yeah. <laughs> on Saturday, and yeah. I said, Moss, are you like, how are you doing? What's the goal for the weekend? He's like, two top tens. 
I've got to stop letting my pride get the better of me. And that's basically what he did. He went 9-9, nine, nine, and I don't think he raced the last part back-to-back. Yeah, okay. He had a mechanical. I saw yeah. him wheeling his bike off the line. Now you say At that. got 15th, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I mean... 9-9 like, nine is, like, in those first two motos, really. Like, that's where he should be right now. Well, he needs to finish to build momentum, and he ran up front for a little bit. Mm. So that, to me, like... You'll see him run up front a little bit. Now he's finished some races. He can run up front a little bit longer the next round yep. and, and go from there. But um, what did you think of Mossy? Honestly, I really thought he'd be a top seven, eight, nine. I guess he is nine, but, you know, I thought he'd be a little bit higher. Shows how deep the field but is. But it's tough. You know, like Maximus Purvis, he was ripping on the weekend and he ended up... But that's not like, who, who's Mossy going to beat? That's what I mean. In, like, in that group, who... Who's he going to beat? I always know? reference Matt back to the Matt that we saw when he was winning everything. That's you the know? thing, isn't it? And then, you know, you see this Matt and he's like kind of the Aldi version of the old Matt a little bit, <laughs> you know? I mean, I get the comparison, but yeah. And I hope that he becomes the Woolies again, you know? I want him to win. It'd be sick. <laughs> but we're just not there yet. AD with the references. Oh, that's great. All right, let's get Jay on the phone. Jay Wilson. Um Hopefully, I haven't messed around too much with the schedule. I reckon you have, but anyway. Well, I don't want to point fingers, but... So <laughs> even start, dude. Did you see that look? Look at him. Did you see that look? I was, about to get I murdered. Was start. All right, we've got Jay on the phone, so just leave me alone. All right, Jay Wilson, how we doing, buddy? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no, I'm good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, good, mate. So, look, let's... Um, you're not in New Zealand. You are in Queensland. Um, <laughs> is the family still in New Zealand? Uh, no, so they, I uh, booked them on a flight um, Sunday night when I was jumping on my plane um, from the race and was able to get them back here today. So Yeah, okay, um, nice. So at least at least yeah, the family's back together bit, again. Yeah, it's been a little bit tricky to go because so many flights were getting cancelled. Um, they've just minimised pretty much everything again now. So um, certain states have got a travel bubble opened up again, but... We've just gone into lockdown, so uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy yeah. old time that we're currently living in. Oh, mate! I mean, uh, before we get too far into it, Jay, I've got Andy Dinicole, uh next to me. He's co-hosting with yeah. me at the moment. Um, have you met Jay? You've yeah, 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 for he's... sure. Yeah, hey, mate, yeah. how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, bud. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. You know what's funny, Jay, is Andy just rode for the first time in forever on the weekend, and <laughs> I'm just looking at this hole in his thumb. I just noticed the blister yeah. on your hand. <laughs> bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got tore up on that thing. <laughs> Quite yeah, enough. so that's uh, toughen the hands up, eh? Oh, Fire bad. breathing 125 Honda. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, because you're, are you Goldie? Whereabouts are you, Jay? You're pretty much. No, I'm in Brisbane now. Yeah, I've yeah, been okay. in Goldie for a long time. But, um, yeah, yeah, through the uh, start of the lockdown last year, we ended up coming up into um, Brisbane where we could have a little bit more space um, with a, a three, four-year-old just running around um, in an apartment. It was getting a little bit hectic, so. We've uh, moved to Brisbane now. Yeah, nice. So you had the irony of it, Jay. I've got um, I've got a house organised for like a month in August. I'm coming up, bringing the family. I'm like, get out of Victoria. All this lockdown craziness. Come see the sun. And then me and my missus are like, oh, awesome. Now, <laughs> now Gold Coast yeah, is locked down. That's where yeah, we're going. Sick. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it, it is really crazy. Um, it's just you don't know what you're going to get. And uh, I mean, I was probably in the safest place you could be um, at the time. I was in New Zealand, so. I yeah. was completely away from any of it. Um, Dude, I, I mean, we'll, let's yeah. talk about that first before we talk about the weekend. Like, it, I, I've said it 
you know, in 2015, you won the title. You were riding for Josh Coppins' team. You were based out of New Zealand for the most part. Um, and yep. it worked for you. I think we'll get to why you went back. We're just seeing you back there. And I think you're spending a bit more time with Ben Townley at the moment from what it looks like, um, which is awesome for me because I'm a Ben Townley super fan. So that's like awesome. Um, but it just looks like the best place to be based to, to run a program out of. Like, how is it over there? Oh, it's it's unreal. Um, and, you know, I've been very, very fortunate to um, have two world-class guys that have um, taken me into their family and allowed me to live with them like uh, like their own. So, um, you know, dealing with Josh for so many years, you know, I've built such a great relationship. He's one of my best mates and, um, you know, he's done so much for me and my family um, over the years. So it's been really cool. And now... Um, Ben's a part of Yamaha. It's just like they're just setting the world on fire over there. You know, uh, Yamaha's really um, taken another step forward, and I think they've got um, two of the best ambassadors they possibly could um, get for the brand. And uh, yeah, they're really doing work over there, and they've got some really cool plans. So it's just cool to be around some really motivated people, um, people who, even after racing, they've still got that fire. They want to be the best at what they're doing. and um, in every aspect of their life, you know, but at the yeah. same time, they're so down to earth. They're just genuine people. Um, and that, and that's the best thing, you know, it's just so nice to be around people like that. And they've obviously got their, their own families and, um, <clears throat> it's just a cool vibe, especially this time of year. Um, with all the, the rain that's around the North Island tracks are just all time. You know, if you can be a little bit patient with, the certain days that you want to ride. Um, you're not too anal on it's got to be a Monday, Tuesday, um, Thursday, Friday program. You know, if you're happy to do three days towards the end of the week um, yeah. and just be a little bit more relaxed on that side of things, then you couldn't be in a better place. Um, just obviously you might have some rain days and then you make up for it later in the week and then on the weekend. So, um, it looks like it's got a more European vibe to me. Like like what you just said there is basically how it is in Europe. Like it's not, you know, you, you do play a little bit more gauntlet with the weather, but you have to wait to yep. be rewarded with good conditions. But like everything I've seen you posting, um, you know, even racing over there, like the tracks, like I, I, I expected you to come back and be, you know, more competitive than, than you were at probably the opening couple rounds. Yeah. Um, yep. And, and yeah, like – you know, we'll talk a bit more about New Zealand first, but clearly um, the, the program over there, I think your, you know, yourself, Misty, your family, uh, it looks like a good place for you guys. And, and as you get older, you know what it's like, Jay, like if the family's happy, you're happy. Like if you're vibing, it's going to go into your racing. Um, yeah. So I guess my question is, why don't you just go live there every season and do it <laughs> that way? You know, because even, I mean, yeah. Townley looks like he's got a good supercross track there too. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's got an, an awesome setup there. You know, it's um, he's really uh, set up a an awesome facility for him and his family, and uh, the kids are are on fire there. They're so lucky with the, the setup that they got. They're based there in uh, Tauranga, so Mount Monganui. They got the water just down down the road. Um, they got a motocross and supercross track at the back door. They got a gym and workshop and everything there. You know, and then on top of that, mountain bike tracks. Some of the best mountain bike tracks are only half an hour down the road at Rotorua. Yeah, that's um, um, when I when I messaged you. Sorry, I'll let Andy talk in a sec. When I saw the video you put up of uh, on your story, I believe it was um, Ben's sons. I, their name I forget now. I think it's 
I forget the and name, Jack. sorry. Yeah, they yeah. were riding the Supercross track on their 85s and he's out there with the pit board and I, and I was just like, it just clicked. I'm like, man, you know, Ben is such a calculated guy and I, yeah. he knows exactly the steps it takes. I'm like, he is building these kids very quietly, you know, on the download, no pressure, no hype, but they're going to be yeah. little, little assassins on a Supercross track. Like I just, I can 100%. just tell even just by seeing that one clip, I'm like, yeah, he's got it figured out, you know? Yeah, and, and that is the coolest thing is Ben has been through, you know, he's worked with Alden Baker, he's worked with the best teams in the world. He knows what needs to be done to get it, to get the job done, you know? Um, and, you know, like with him, he's putting them through the Yamaha program. They've got Josh involved in that too. Yeah. Um, they've got the contacts. They know what works, but they are kids. And you take the motorbike away from them and they are just full-blown just rug rats you know they're just yeah, running yeah. wild um bmx they've got pump track there they've got rugby training on through the week swimming training on through the week you know like they're just they are kids and there's no pressure for those kids on race day because if they don't want to race they don't want to ride ben doesn't care that's it's totally up to them you that's know the best way to do it the man. motivation comes from the kids and that's that is the coolest thing that i've seen is that it's totally up to the kids whether they want to do it or not. And Levi, he's getting up in the morning, six o'clock every morning, he's in the gym there with me. And he's got his own training program that he has built. And Ben is just like, I've got nothing to do with that because Ben understands like he doesn't want to put pressure on a kid at this age. You know, he doesn't, he wants him to still be a kid and have fun. And so that all that motivation just comes from him. You know, So I think there's a very, very bright future there ahead of him. Yeah, um, but at I, the same time, I think it. so. That, that's the best part. And that, I have so much respect for Ben. And like I said, I'm, I'm a fan from his MXGP days when I grew up in the UK anyway. But you just see the way he's structuring their deal. Like he's, they've got everything they need, but they're the driving force of it, not him. Like it's, yeah. it's just great. So with that being said, um, you know, obviously you're, you're riding over there with Ben, which he still rips. I can see that whenever <laughs> he rides. Um <laughs> But we'll we'll get into the actual race this weekend. Clearly, you know, from the beginning, qualifying on first moto, it was like, okay, uh, I call it J-Rab, which is the 2015 J with the beard. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, J-Rab looked like J-Rab was back. And, uh, yeah, I had to actually eat a bit of humble pie, actually, because um, <laughs> after the first couple of rounds, I said that uh, you were, you know, more a supercross guy. And, um, you know, then you... Uh, you actually t- proved me wrong big time. So, mate, super stoked that you uh, were able to pull it off a, a podium. Um, Should we put that drop out real quick? Yeah, Johnny, let, Let's listen to it, Jay. Hold up. We're going to hear Andy's hot take on your season. Here we go. <laughs> he just showed he is the guy. To- That's oh. the All right, hold on. It's coming. It's coming. Effectively, right, eh? more out of Wilson. But in saying that, I do, like, this might be a bit of a, a, bit of a thing, but I think Wilson's a better supercross rider than motocross. <laughs> Oh, there you have Jesus. it. Burnt me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was your idea to put that on, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's probably like, I mean, it's, I enjoy Supercross more. Um, there's no hiding that. Um, but to be, uh, have a job in this industry, you have to somewhat be able to do both of them. So yeah. um, I, I have a, a title in motocross, I have a title in Supercross. So um, I'm, I'm in both, but uh, yeah, it's, this is my job and I've got to be competitive in both. So I'm busting my ass at the moment to make sure that I can do that. Um, and we are getting there slowly. It's not 
I'm pretty disappointed over the weekend, to be honest. Like, it just felt like I was closer, um, but just I didn't feel overly comfortable all weekend. I just felt really tight. Um, and I don't know what that was really about. You know, I just, I haven't, I don't think I've been, I know that I haven't been on the hard pack, um, obviously, because over there it's obviously wet. Um, I'm riding a lot of pumice dirt, so I pretty much, since yeah. the last round, I haven't taken the paddle tire off. Um, and I mean, look, so that, that. that venue at Maitland J, um, I mean, I said it the same about Canberra, like I would have wanted no part of trying to go fast on a bike on that surface. Like it, <laughs> it did not look any fun. It didn't look like it would have encouraged your flow or your feel or, and you're not a guy to just hammer it and hang it out. Yeah, so it looked gnarly. Um, yeah, I can, I can understand what you're saying there when you've been riding grippy tracks and, and everything else. Yeah. And I think, um, it's just, uh, I like, I, I made a, a change in between the motos. Like I went to a different spring, um, just to try to get a little bit more hold up. Um, obviously my speed's been increasing. I'm starting to get more comfort. So, um, when I went out in the first motor, I just straight away, I blew up, but my bike was like so reactive to every bump and every, um, rut on that track. So when I went back to the truck, we made the decision to change springs and try to get a little bit more hold up and go back to a previous setting that I had. And, and that helped a lot in the second moto, but just honestly, in the second moto, I just didn't have the speed to those other guys you know yeah but um, you were a lot further up and i think consistently throughout the day than than round one and obviously round two was better yeah. but that's the first time i've seen you sort of lead and have that even yeah. if you did blow up in that first one you would you know you were there um I mean, six lap you ran your fastest time in the first moto i mean it, it's still pretty impressive considering you know you did blow up um still not bad you know it's definitely and, and it's growing you know like it's it's, it's a building it's, yeah. it, it's way better than your first two rounds um, yeah. it's exciting to see where you're going to go just want to apologise to everyone with the camera moves like there for a second I've got the gnarliest leg cramp going on right now and I can't I can't <laughs> shake it and I'm trying to straighten my leg and I'm kicking the tripod in front of me there's boxes under the table um, I'm Mate. training again Jay so this is what's going on I'm Training. And I thought I'm you were back on the hydrolyte. Yeah, the, yeah, back on the hydrate when I landed. I got the gym in, so. in the in the shed set up. I've been I've been doing glutes and hammies last night, yeah. which was a fantastic idea <laughs> yeah, until that. until tonight when I can't what, bend my legs. So. What, what lap? Did you, so you said you you blew up in the first motor. What lap did you do? Because I rode on the weekend and it took me two laps. So anything further <laughs> than that's probably better than I me. I didn't like, and that, and that wasn't really like I didn't completely blow up but I could just feel myself going the whole time and I was just like I was trying to hold out on it you know like I was trying to do everything like I'd ease up a little bit in sections just in the turns that I knew that they couldn't pass me I would really just like pulled up in that section you know where that's a veteran move right there that's a veteran move (laughs) um, (laughs) I just was trying to be smart with it and I knew like it was a difficult track to pass on so I knew that I had to execute decent starts all weekend and that was the thing with the concrete is like if you can, you pretty much just forget about trying to hold shot off the concrete. It's about executing good starts yeah. um, because so much can go into a concrete start and, you know, a little bit too much RPM and you spin up. But in the first moto, and this is the first time I've ever done it, I actually had to shut off on the concrete because I started to wheelie. Um, and I've never done that before in my life. So I sort of missed it a little bit. I felt like I drove off really good. And then as I went to drop off the concrete, 
I chopped the throttle because I thought I was going to flip it. Um, well, so, the, uh, yeah. the concrete, I see being from Victoria, Jay, where someone I be all my coaching experience, you know, I'm somewhat of a concrete start connoisseur because every, <laughs> every start gate in Victoria is basically a concrete gate. Um, but you get to see there's the different types of concrete they use for the gates. And that Maitland concrete, there's a little bit of polished concrete where your back wheel is at the beginning. So that's the, the loose bit. But then the stony, I don't know what the word is, but there's the concrete. The main part of that gate has oh, got like... Brushed and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not polished. It's that, uh, I don't know. Someone help me out that knows concrete. But it's, yeah, I'm not a concreter, sorry. It's coarse. That's what I'm saying. It's coarse, right? Yeah. So you get a lot more grip. And I saw so many guys in the first motos, they're sitting there with their hips pushed forward. They've got their arms straight, you know, thinking they're on a polished concrete gate. And I'm like, oh, I wouldn't be doing that if I were you. Like, it's going to pick yeah, up. Yeah. And it's interesting you say that because, uh, you know, I think by the last motos, guys were leaning a little further forward on the concrete on their, on their <laughs> race gate, you know? <clears throat> Jay, obviously... Yeah. Oh, sorry, mate. No, you're good. Um, no, you're just you, you moved back, obviously, to um, Brisbane now, and uh, you obviously away from Josh and Ben. What's for you? What's did you even have a bike like? right yeah, now? Do you what's have the a bike? What's what's the plan? What's going on? Uh so yeah, they sort of thrown a bit of a, a curveball at us because originally my plan was to go back to New Zealand for a month yeah. um, until the next round, and then obviously we're pretty much like weekend on weekend off. Um, so yeah, it's just, these lockdowns really throwing a, a spanner in the works, but it's not bad. You know, like I, I straight away today, I went in and uh, picked up my practice bike that was here in Australia. So that was already there just waiting. Cause at this time, like we just don't know what's going to happen. And for this reason, we just kept it ready. Um, so that if I did come back or something happened where we ha- went into lockdown or New Zealand shut down, I had to get out that I could just drive straight back into the workshop get my bike and I'm fortunate enough that um, one of my sponsors, WRB, um, they have uh, built a bit of a track here in my backyard. Um, so yeah. I've got something to get me by for the next, uh, well, three days at this point, but who knows for how long this so is going to happen. Josh, um, Josh and Ben are part of your program. How much of a part yeah. of the program will they play? Um, obviously, they're in New Zealand. Am I correct with that? Yeah, and, yeah. And so they're based in New Zealand. Josh is at the top of the South Island. Ben's um, on the North Island. So I just keep in contact with them. You know, like everybody has their own team within a team. I guess yeah. um, everybody has people that they trust and that they uh, bounce ideas and things off. And they're the guys I go to. Yeah. You know, um, so they will continue to help me. And if I've ever got questions, you know, I just I go to them straight away. But I stay in contact with them. Most days, um, we're just always um, just joking around or whatever, you know, if I've got an idea and something, I just, I'm straight up with them and they're straight up with me. Um, so at the moment, they know that the current situation we're in, um, as soon as something opens up and we can get back over there, that's sort of the discussion that me and uh, Misty are having at the moment um, about whether we, um, as soon as it opens up, whether we get back um, or we fly back and forwards for the races it just really depends on what's going to happen over the next uh two weeks um sure because right now it's beneficial for me to be over there i'm enjoying it i'm happy the family's happy and um you know i've got a solid program over there and it's a proven program so yeah i'd um, say if you can uh, keep going back and forwards as well yeah if you're winning or you got bonuses coming in 
why not? You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. I mean, the, pro- the progress funds itself, right? And like I said, I know you're a big confidence guy and, and family means a lot to you guys. So, you know, I message Misty here and there when you guys are, when you're out and about doing things. It just looks like everyone's so so happy over there. Like it kind of, um, it's really cool to see, man. It really is. But, uh, um, you know, moving forward, uh, you know, we had Alex Lawwood in the studio the other day and, um, and I said the same thing to him that I'm going to say, about your program is that you guys are really with the best manufacturer because especially in the two fifties, like that, that bike, uh, as a base is incredible. We all know that the two fifty. Um, but then, you know, you're able to, you know, they've got ambassadors in New Zealand, like Josh and Ben, that Josh has a team. Yeah. Ben pretty much runs his own little mini program and he does the, um, the adventure bike tours and, and, yeah, and all so that stuff. Like and he's got all that stuff going on. Yeah. yeah so like, he's got like, off-road tours, um, adventure yep. bike stuff, and then he's Method Moto now, which is about to launch. So he's a Yamaha ambassador. So it just works out really well that I can pretty much pack my bags and I've got a bike there yeah. sorted. Ready yeah, to go. it's it's so good. As in, you can you've got that over there. You come home, you've got the the team which is based out of Brisbane, pretty much, right? Um, yeah. You know, Yamalub Yamaha, you've got guys like Scott Bishop, which is he's been in the game forever. Mike Ward, like so much experience, right? Um, and then you know, clearly, you know, like you're speaking great things about Ben and Josh and everybody. And I think it speaks, you know, you're one of my favorite people in the pits. You know, you're a good person. I think that goes a long way as far as being around good people, but them guys having you in, but just the whole Yamaha ecosystem, you know, we were saying, saying the same to Alex is like, he, Alex could have been on Yamalub. He could have been on, um, uh, WBR. He could have been on Serco. But Yamaha clearly just looked at him and gone, all right, well, he's from SA. WBR is the closest team. He's based out of Ross's place. Simple. He goes with, like, it's just for such a big corporate kind of race team entity that Yamaha is here in Australia, they seem to be very family orientated when you're in the family. Um, well, and, and that's the whole point of Blue Crew. Yeah. A yep. Blue Crew member and Blue Crew family. It's to raise um, the next generation and once you're a part of that blue crew family, you're, you're a part of the company, you're a part of the brand and you're one of us, um, you know, and that's the cool thing. It's, it's a family and that's biggest thing. And what I've always said to Josh and to Bish and everybody that's involved in it, why I love this brand so much is because it's a family. Um, I've been other places, but I keep coming back here because of that family feel. I want to create a future here after racing. Um, I want to race for as long as I can because I love it. And uh, when I decide to hang the boots up, I still want to be a part of it because it is a family unit. Um, and that's what Blue Crew is. How, how old are you now, Jay? 26. Oh, geez, you still got heaps of time. Man. Why do I feel like you're older than that? because his beard game is very strong. The beard game was strong when so he was strong. 20, though. Yeah, yeah. You know? that's what I mean. <laughs> thing. Like, I'm, I've never touched wood. I haven't missed a season, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I've had... You know, guys come and go, but I've been 2011 was my first year at nationals. So you know, you're you're a I decade into this. That's insane. At 20, 26 years old. That's um, yeah. Wow. That, that's, but <laughs> so, that yeah, goes to I show. Guess, I mean, I'm uh, I'm a, I've got a four year old too. You know, so I was a young dad, and um, 
yeah, that probably makes me look a lot older. Well, but you're with anyway. an older woman too, right? Misty's a little older yeah. than you, so that, that'll exactly. that'll do it too. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, it's good. Look, mate, everything you said about yeah. I mean, again, I said this last time. We have no affiliation to Yamaha. Maybe I should hit him up for some bikes. So I keep saying good things about him. Maybe a one two five. Just saying. Just <laughs> saying. Um, but I just love the way they they really have their their team model, you know, and. Um, you know, a lot of the other teams are private entities, but Yamaha funds a lot of these programs pretty heavily. Um, yeah. It's just good to see, man. And like you said, you know, you coach for the brand, you're involved in the brand, you'll be a brand ambassador moving forward long term. It's yeah. it's really good to see. It really is. But um, Jay, I think we could, I, I said this earlier when, when we said you were coming on the show, we uh, we know you, you and I and your interviews, you can chat all day and um, we were a little behind schedule tonight. So I'm probably going to leave it there, mate. But um, yeah. Appreciate you coming on, and uh, say good day to the family, and um, let's uh, let's catch up. Hopefully, we go racing at, at, uh, <laughs> at the next month. Who knows? Every, Who knows when we we'll go racing so. next? But um, wherever we are, I'll uh, we'll make sure we catch up, and uh, hopefully next time it's not. You know, I left it to the very last minute to fly into Newcastle because once I knew that I touched down in New South Wales, I knew that that was. Uh, New Zealand was out of the picture for a little bit so um, yeah I left that one really late so I didn't actually think around there a whole lot um, oh, I didn't but, I saw yeah. you like last minute at the sign-in tent on Saturday and I was like oh Jay and you were kind yeah, of like, yeah. breath, like breathing heavy or like you kind of just ran to sign in <laughs> yeah well, I, I turned up and then uh, yeah the late oh that's right you racing this weekend because <laughs> I was like did, where did you come from and you're like oh, Brisbane then flew to Newcastle and <laughs> it, it sounded like a big day <laughs> Yeah, so no, thanks for having me on, guys, and uh, yeah, I appreciate appreciate it. If you ever up for a chat, just yeah, swing us a message, and I'll be up for it. All right, mate, we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Jay. Cheers, guys. Bye. See you, mate. All right, guys, Jay Wilson on the AMX Superstores Moto Online Primax Recap Show on the Inside Dirt Network here. Um, Jay's just always such a good I hope he keeps proving me wrong. Yeah. What a legend. Such a good interview. Such a good dude. A lot of synergies as well between that whole Yamaha. Who's calling Oh. <laughs> Yamaha, Ben Townley, Josh Coppins, like so many synergies, family oh. orientated. It just seems like he's just on the right track and I really hope that he gets like, some wins this year. The level them. of experience between Townley and Coppins. Yeah. Like massive dude. Can you just imagine being in that environment and bouncing like, back and forth between them? Ben like, Townley in his heyday would have been easily one of my favorite riders. Especially when he was racing for PC. Are you kidding? Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he was the only guy that, that gave Zilapoto a good go. I was happened to be watching that uh Great Outdoors the other week. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's two thousand seven, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Ridiculous, yeah. dude. He is ridiculous. I, I do remember watching and and I remember 2007. This is, is a funny thing. Watching him in Villapoto, and like I was an aspiring young like pro in the UK at this point, and yeah. I remember watching, I believe it was like Red Bud. They used to have like the live streams way back, and I remember watching it. And I, I remember watching that and going, I am never <laughs> going to get to that level. Like, yeah. You know where you're so pumped how fast they're going, but you're just like, this That's is a reality so, check. Like yeah, I'm never going to be that fast. And yeah. you kind of get disheartened. 
Do you want to hear something else? I was on a 50 in 2007, <laughs> so you're old. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know what though Your hairline ain't far behind mine you know two, ba- two bold blokes on podcast <laughs> It should be right? That's what we'll call the next one I, I'm just hanging in there at the moment Dude you lost more hair than I've seen you lose <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get that camera working tonight uh, Oh so right. guys Before we get into talking about MX2 And getting Jesse Dobson on This is the AMX Superstores Photo Online Primex Recap Show uh, Right now AMX Superstores still have their uh, Win a 125 competition running The KDM 125 Rico competition, which is basically they have a, a KDM 125 that is secondhand, but they bought it and they are pimping this thing out. Um, we saw it at the weekend. We're not allowed to post any photos of it, but it's the frame's been done. It's got the wheels on it, the graphics. Like yeah. you've, they've transformed it already. There's a lot more to go. They're releasing content. Um, I think every few weeks to so check that out on AMX's socials about the bike build. Um, all you have to do to win or be in the draw to win is go into any AMX superstores. Um, Cairns is one of the latest ones to open and now Newcastle opens mid-September. And Canberra. Canberra as well. So they're just... They're Ligon just, Street. They're popping Ligon off. Street. They're just popping shops everywhere. Yeah, good. Buy some Penrod oil. Give buy people what they oil. want, you know? Yeah, people want to buy things. From right? AMX Superstore. So go to your local AMX Superstores, buy a um, any Penrod product to be entered. The more you buy, my read's not in front of me right now, but uh, I think one Penrod product is one entry and so on and so forth. The more you buy the more entries you get to win the bike and stay tuned on AMX's uh, socials for more content of the bike build. I'm hoping to get this guy out on it and maybe myself at some point before it gets given to the lucky winner because we want to shred that thing. I would love to. And if you're, you know, listening AMX, you know, (laughs) one, two, five. I talked to Rob about it. Yeah, like I think we might be able to make it happen. So we'll we'll look at that. The Flaming Dragon is lovely, but she's not (laughs) that lovely. She's not okay, (laughs) DM. Well, I just had Sloot send me a message saying, can I ride your bike tomorrow? Oh, where are they going? Uh, Probably PBI. Oh, yeah. Uh, That or... um, Park 4. Park 4 is open tomorrow as well. I might be sick tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm coming down with a little bit of two-stroke fever. Yeah, with the way the week's going, I don't think you're going to be able to go riding. No, I don't think so. But I think we have work to do, but (laughs) um, I would love to go riding tomorrow as well. Not doing a lot of it right now. It's no good. Yeah, I did one. I did like seven <laughs> laps and then I blew out and then I did another six or seven laps. I'm so. a rider again. Yeah. Right. Uh, what time is it? It is six. 10 to seven. Yeah. Oh, wow. We are running way I've behind. already messaged Jesse. Okay, cool. So let's talk Just MX2. Well, yeah, but anyway, anyway, get on with it. All right. MX2. <clears throat> Someone said something like Okay, so let should we do this little uh, segment right segment? now? Let's oh, do the segment right now. Give me a second. We, I'm just just keep talking. Okay. We, okay. Well, so the 250 class was actually badass. This, this it was. Week. It was um, like really badass, and it was close racing. You know, especially in the last two motos. Well, Jay came out in that first one, whole shot, and yeah. just tried to sprint and Hard. And, and it was like okay, like it's on. Yeah. Um. Then Webster, Webstered, yes, just so good. He's so, so dialed and and really just destroyed, just destroyed the field. Like inched away, got around Jay, got around you know the Yamaha trio behind him, which was um, a lot of a lot of blue. It was like Reese Bud, Jesse Dobson, Jay Wilson, Crawford, obviously DNF he before he DNF. He was riding around in ninth. And he like, was What's going tear, on? You know. All right, so let's the segment is Andy came up with the segment for the show, guys. It is called. This is what we like to say is uh, the comments that didn't age well. Okay. And Darnell is going to play his comment that didn't age well from last week. I don't know why that didn't work. 
Anyway, sorry. Right. No, that's all good. Here it is. Where we just showed he is the guy to beat right now, and until yeah. someone beats him, which I don't, I don't see it happening. Really, I, I, I may have been wrong. <laughs> all right, really, I've said stupider things. Okay, and this, if, is, and this is why I'm, a, and I said it earlier in the show. This mm. is why I'm a big fan of we should drop a moto score. Right. Yeah, just to protect you. That leaves the possibility open. Now, also, we heard it just before, but Andy also said that... Affected a little bit more out of Wilson, but in saying that, I do, like, this might be a bit of a a bit of a thing, but I think Wilson's a better Supercross rider than Motocross. Is he? Because that's two rounds (laughs) in a row that he's podium. Is he really? Well, this is why you see you guys are rookies, because I'm a little bit more... Oh, oh, okay. What was that? Sorry. Oh, did I I say something? Interview with him. They're they're struggling for setup on the hard pack. Yeah, Honda. Struggling Um, with setup. Who won the last race? Mm. Who was it? Yeah, that was me talking about Honda 450s. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. He also may have... Kurt Gibbs may have also won a back-to-back. Do I keep dropping out? That's who won it. Kurt Gibbs on a Honda, wasn't it? Yes. All right, and that well, bike seemed pretty good. Pretty for fast. Setup. Yeah. Good setup. Yeah. He did a whole shot nearly Webster's every bike yeah. also looks pretty good on setup. All right, so let's get away from what I said that was wrong, <laughs> but I, I like that segment, so we're going we're gonna to do uh, that for the rest of the season. But, um, okay. <laughs> it's going to be a big segment because we're saying a lot of <laughs> A lot of things. stuff that's wrong. Webster, um, Webster's bike, you know, I said, I'm surprised we didn't do this. I said that if there was any weakness in Webster's series, it was going to be this round. So I was right about that. But... I put it more on the start because mm. I didn't think the Honda would be able to get off the concrete in the same way the Yamahas could. Clearly, that wasn't the case. Yes. Like, he didn't hole shot Still either moto, start, so. but he was right there. Yeah. Did he hole shot a moto? I think he hole shot the first one. I could be wrong. Anyway, he still won the first moto in dominant fashion. <laughs> he did. He did. And that was really impressive. And I was quite happy with myself walking back into the media tent. You were. That. You were gloating. But let's let's be real. As in, in the second moto, he did realistically have the speed. No one was coming through the pack the way he did. He was the fastest man on the track. So he, fast. he, he was, was just ripping. mid-pack and he got into a rut that was bad. He didn't see it was bad till the exit and he basically said in the post-race interviews we did with him, which are out on the podcast channel right now if you're listening after the fact. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey man, it's all about them numbers. 100%. It's all about them numbers. Uh, he said he just didn't see the hole until it hit him and it pretty much pulled him off the bike. So he was, he was like way outside the yeah. top 10. And where did he come back to? Fourth. Fourth, yeah. I mean, know. dude, there I was, was a very, a very furious Dylan Wills across the finish line. Hundred percent. I mean, yeah, you then got be. him on the last lap. Got him on the last. Him. I mean, Wills, he killed it though. He did kill it, but I mean, dude, Webster even he didn't look phased all day. Like, okay, no, no, even no. when he was coming through the pack, he was just picking him off and picking him off. I mean, dude, he's he's fit. gonna be the like he's gonna be the guy to beat. Yeah, he's fit fast, and it's his. It's really his championship to lose at this point for sure. Um, now. You know, yeah, he lost it. You know, I said to him again in the post-race interview, I'm like, is it a relief that guys like us stop talking about um, You're not, perfect seasons? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I never really thought about that, but it's over now. Well, so. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daniel. All right, mate. Um, Breathe. Just, just calm down, buddy. It's okay. But, yeah, I mean, he was still – can we get the lap chart up? Did he run the fastest lap time? Yeah, he the ran second? the fastest one. He did? Let's see. Yeah. All right, fastest lap time. Oh, no, that's not the one. No, that's – let's find this real quick here. This one. God, we're no. professional. This one. So, so Kyle Webster. Does it say fast? It should say fastest time on there somewhere. Oh, I pressed the wrong one. That's why. <laughs> one fifty one. Kyle Webster was one fifty one six. Six. So, so he, he was like a two hundredth of a second off. Off of the fast time, coming through traffic, coming through traffic, having no flow. Like that's impressive, man. But 
Um, so we've covered Webster enough. Let's talk about. I guess the next guy to talk about is Nathan Crawford because we've talked about Jay. Dude, I feel for, I feel so bad for that guy. You know. Yeah, like I don't know. Moto one, we're watching two fifties, MX two, and I'm like, why is Nathan riding around in ninth place? Like he he's like he's stuck there. He couldn't move forward. Yeah, you're dropping out again. I think Sorry. it's that cable there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he got a really obviously there was something wrong on the line because you could see. Um, that he was almost dead last off the line, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, he, he didn't have a good start, and then he gets into the top 10, but he's just just stuck, not moving forward, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? You know, he rips on hard pack. He rips full stop. Then all of a sudden, he disappears, and and it's a mechanical. Um, he, so, could hear, he could hear um, a noise. I bet he could. Um, as he spoke to, <laughs> like, he spoke to the guys at Moto Online. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he, admit, he heard some noises coming before... Like, before his bike came to a halt in the opening motor. So, oh, it did lock up. I yeah. mean, clearly it was down on power before the way he was riding. It wasn't right. That's um, the second round in a row now. Oh, well, no. Did he DNF a Canberra or one daggy? Canberra. Oh, it's rough, man. Isn't it's it? rough. Um, and he obviously has the speed. Like, dude, he got he won the last motor and he did a good job of it. Yeah, but like also high-sided after winning the... Yeah, that was exciting. Hard. It was exciting. But yeah. let's go back, like... Serco have been around a very long time. Yeah. They know what they're doing. That Yamaha really doesn't break. It's a bizarre situation to have two in a he's row. He's a pretty big boy there. Yeah, he's not big enough for like, what's the, the over, yeah, does he ride the bike hard? Yes. Is he pretty heavy for a 250? Like he's probably getting up there, but no different to, um, you know, Jesse's a big guy too. You know, he's six, you know, he's pretty he's tall. He's pretty tall, and, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. Like it's, intri- we're never going to know. But it would be interesting to know what's causing it, you know. For sure. I mean, it sucks for him as well because, as I said, he's got the speed. And I try not to speculate or even hit teams up about this stuff anymore because I've done it a few times and it's a sensitive subject, so I just kind of leave it be. touchy. Yeah, it is touchy. Um, But it's – I mean, he's out of the championship now. That's the long and short of it, you know. Like He is well and truly out. 58 points back. All he needs to do is go win a bunch of races and – I mean, you got to think. You got to think he's going to go 450 next year. You reckon? Uh, well, he's tried it before. Yeah, but no, that was, but if that was 2000, what, 17, 16, 17? If 17, he doesn't 18, win 17. this championship, I reckon he'll raise again 250s. If he doesn't win this, yeah, mate. I mean, I there's don't no see him winning this. There's no. Well, he's not going to win it. There's Obviously, no points rule. That's but, what I'm saying. <laughs> he's no, got two DNFs. There's no age rule. There's no points rule. So you got to think. Well, see, if they bring in the. Drop one moto score. He's only got one DNF. Still, See? I'm just. I don't know why people. you're pioneering this so uh, yeah. much. Because like, I want. He's not pioneering season. it. He's heard it secondhand. <laughs> uh, anyway, so NATO looks attacked. Second moto, he was so pissed yeah. that he just went out and and you could tell. Like, I think even if Webster hadn't gone down. It would have been a tough it race. It would have been a tough ra- race for Webster to get around Nathan because yeah. Nathan was on fire, as in you could tell under the helmet. Like, Rianne uh, interviewed him before the gate drop. Did you see that? Uh, I didn't. And and she was basically, you know, hey, Nathan, you know, problem with Moto One, you know, what happened? And he was like, I can't say. It's not good. And he was just like, I'm, I'm ready to kill everyone on this start line. And, like, just, and she was like, okay, you know, clearly frustrated. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you could tell he was not in a good place. He was ready to rip, you know, and I don't blame him. I mean, he's obviously, he was a title contender. He's now, what, 50, even oh, when 58 he, points. Like, yeah. even when he won that moto, like, you could tell he was pumped for a minute. But then he realized, and then he like, realized oh, like, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you could tell, you know. Um, so, 
Yeah, he was fast though, hey, in that oh, second one. Uh, he's got a sick style, man. He does. Did he turn the fastest lap? He did, didn't he? Yep, he yeah. ran the fastest by two hundredths of a second. Yeah, so he was 151, right? 151, 3, 6, 9, and uh, the fastest next was 151, 6. six. And the guys close to him were doing 152 highs. highs. So like, he so, was a long way gone from the, the guys behind him. But the Yamaha uh, contingent of um, Dobson, Reese Bard, um, yeah. who else was in Jay? Like, it was a Yamaha commercial. You might as well be Yamaha MX2. It, it almost apart is, from, isn't it? Apart from Honda, obviously. And Wilsey yeah. on a Husky. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about Wilsey. Okay, let's talk about a few guys. Um, first, I want to talk about Dobson. Super impressive. We're going to have him on in a minute. So we'll get there to him. Yeah. Reese Bard, second in Moto 1. Yeah. Super and impressive. We've said it from the start, though. Reese is on a good team now. He's been riding really good. He's got all the ingredients there. It's so like, sick that it's all starting to put, you know, all the pieces of the puzzles are, are starting to put. I should have got him on the show tonight. You should have, man. I know, I know. There was too many guys to, like, talk to. But there is a, it was it was quite rushed that we we're doing a show tonight. Well, yeah. So. Tynell texted me at, like, whatever time. I was in bed. It was like 10 11, last night. Yeah. I'm like, I tested negative. Yeah, Let's go. I'm like, oh, I didn't get my results, but oh my goodness. I sat in a drive through testing center yesterday in Frankston for an hour and 10 minutes to get yeah. my test. I was in and out, Baronia, 25 minutes. Mind you, scared the girl in the tent because <laughs> my car's a bit of a beater and the fan belt's got a gnarly squeal at the minute and you've got to turn your car off when you're in those testing centers. And I'm like, you really don't want me to do this. <laughs> And they're like, no, you have to do it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pre-warn you. I'm going to throw my hand out the window when I'm about to start my car so you can all be prepared. Sounds like a gun's going off. Dude, yeah. it was bad. Even I, I felt bad for him. So long story short, we I text Arnell at mid-morning. I'm like, hey, I can go out back out in public again. Um, and here we are, we're doing a show. First so. thing I did was go straight to AMX and pick up some 125 parts. So after Reese, we went Reese, Jay, spoke about Jay, very impressive, good to see him back where yeah. he is. He was a bit disappointed, but I really think that, you know, it's building. It's, it's progression. You know, it's progression. It's good for him. Uh, Nato, Dylan tough, Wills. tough race, tough meeting for him. And then Dylan Wills. I mean, Wills, he killed it. I know he was frustrated with himself. But he had a broken collarbone first round and now he is where he is. Like well, he's the non. He's the first non-team guy in this. Yeah. This dynamic, and yeah. he's super competitive. Does that show that he should be on a team? Willsey, unfortunately, uh, he's always been just outside the bubble of team guys. In yeah. he gets he gets a team ride at DPH, wins a moto. Yeah, he's always. But then he gets injured. Then he blows his knee out. Then this. Then that. It's like he's always hovering around. Almost being a team guy, podium guy, championship yeah. guy, but he's just – the injuries have really hurt him. Um, but he seemed oh, here comes that cramp again. But you know yep. what about um, Wilsey I like? And, like, I like his off-the-track presence. I don't know if you've been on his Instagram, but he promotes his – like, the brands that he has. He's very good at marketing himself. You know, for, he might not be a factory guy, but I'm sure he – Well, the only reason his program – I've talked to him about this because he's actually sponsored by a few brands that we – you know, yeah, we're okay. involved with on a business level and and he basically says like the only way I go racing is through, is them. through these sponsorships that come through my social presence so yeah. other than the fact that you think he's a professional cyclist on his Instagram yeah, and he's good at it he's very good at it and he's told me he's like I would way rather be as good as I am on a dirt bike like on a on a road so, cycle yeah. but he's like genetics I, I didn't get that but yeah. you know clearly those boys they, they haul them out on a road cycle but Willsey yeah he he's there or thereabouts but I thought Canberra and this round, like, yeah, he's probably frustrated. Yeah, he's probably not getting the bonuses he wants. Like, it's it's there, 
but man, he's going that speed, yeah. you know? And yeah, yeah. It won't be long until he's on the podium. I hope he is, man. Damn, he looks good too. He's been he? riding really good. His form's good. His his setup's so sick. His setup is so sick. sick. Fox is pretty dope. All right, that stuff is know? dope. It is. Um, all right, so Noah Ferguson, quite round for Noah. Like, he was there, but not really. Jace. I was expecting more off the Canberra, but we'll chalk it up to a quiet round. Jace Cosford, he had a really good quiet round. Eighth overall for Cosford. That was a big ride. It was. Really yeah. didn't see him all day, but. It's sort of hard now. Like, when you get past that top six in MX2. Do you, like, do you think the depth drops off a little bit? And yeah, and then it can vary a little bit. There can be guys that can get 15th or guys that they can, can be there. Like Jace. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. That level of guy right now. Um it's yeah. I mean, there's depth to a point. Like, there's probably what five, six guys that can win motos, if that. Not yeah. You look, Webster can, Dobson can, Bud. I think you could put Bud in that conversation now. Bud Wilson, Crawford, Wills, Wills. Yeah. That's that's Noah, probably Noah's got a second. I don't know if he's got a win in. Nah, I don't think he's good. I mean, also Larwood. Larwood, Larwood can win a moto when he comes back. Um, it's good to see Jai Roberts out racing again you know like I know he's probably not where he wants to be but it's sick to see him out racing considering yeah I interviewed him for the socials on Saturday uh, he, I mean he's frustrated yeah you know um, head injuries are rough man that's what I mean man like it's tough like, like coming back where, what he's come back from is like it's like, so impressive for most people yeah. wouldn't even race again no, let alone to be doing what he's doing no way and like you know what it wasn't probably his he wasn't probably pumped on it but I think that it wasn't bad I said to him in the pits on Saturday I said I like what you're doing with your coaching academy with your socials I said you remind you remind me of a younger me just way faster yeah <laughs> but like the, the, <laughs> so much faster but the way he's um, the way he's positioning himself in, in the yeah. industry where he's got his coaching program he's got his local following he's selling merch like he's doing the whole thing have you seen his gym at his house sick dude it's so sick yeah. like, he's got a legit setup. he does and, and to me it's like alright you know this kid gets it yeah, I just I respect that. I do. Um, you look at there's like when you talk about that depth behind. Um, oh, I've still got um, Jay's graphic up on the screen. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you look at that depth behind like that sixth place. Like you look at guys. You've got Jace Cosford. You've got um, Jai Constantino, Levi Rogers, Jai Roberts. Noah, you'd throw Noah into that. Uh, probably a little Probably Isaac, his brother, you'd throw in there. Yeah, um, Isaac's he, ninth in the championship right now. Yeah. Um, Corey, is it Mahan? Mahan. 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 I used to call him Mick Mahan, yeah. but then they said it's Mahan. Yes, yeah, Mahan. He's from WA, I think. Yeah. You throw guys like that in there. Um, I think. Thomas Ravenhorse. Like, dude, Ravo's back. Did you see how fast he was going in that first moto? <laughs> he was going fast. Dude, it made me feel, because I, I went to Blue Rock last weekend. Mm-hmm. I haven't told the story on the podcast yet. I think I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. Donnell was like, oh, yeah, let's go to Blue Rock on Sunday. Blue Rock is a really natural hilly track in Gippsland. It's a racetrack. I haven't ridden a racetrack in years. I just go to ride parks now or, you know, I don't really ride ever very much. Anyway, Donnell calls me on the way up. He's like, man, there's so many fast guys here. Like, I just want to go home. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Like, I'm expecting a quiet day. I've got the family with me, you know, whatever. They're like, Dude, what class do you want to ride in? A, B, C or uncompetitive? And I'm like, Uncompetitive. <laughs> so of course me, they're like, well, I'm like, yeah, I'm riding in uh, advanced pro. Like, yeah, yeah, my ego's still there. Dude, <laughs> like Duffy, Webster, Bravo, uh, Chandler Burnt, like all the local pro Connor guys Tierney. were there. Connor Tierney. Like, Pretty much a whole Beaton's like, crew. Like Beaton's crew and some of the other local pro guys were there. What and was Tierney riding? 
VMAX class or <laughs> <laughs> Stop it with the Suzuki jokes man <laughs> Hey that RMZ 450 is still faster Than your CR125 Should be It's true <laughs> True um, I like it though um, that, Man them boys came by me Like Like Quick Very fast <laughs> And um, But it made me feel better When I saw Ravo running up front in MX2, I was like, okay, clearly he's still got it. Yeah. Because the first couple of rounds, he's been riding around in like the 20s and, mm. you know, the, the late 20s. So he's I mean, obviously, he's- he came back from a big injury. So shout out to Raver. Like he had basically a year and a bit off with injury and COVID and everything. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, Hugh McKay is another one. Like he's just missing the mark at the moment. I'm not sure what's going on with Hugh. I really expected more out of him. He's fast. He's well, very fast. Him, you remember him in um, MXD back in the day? Like he was a championship contender. Dude, guy. he like, won like multiple motos and overalls. Um, it just, I don't know, man. It's just I not. Think it, you know what? I, I don't well. know what his program is, but I think it does. There is something to do with his program. I know he's in... Well, he's based in Tassie. Tassie it's tough it's for those tough guys. for those man. guys. I mean, you look at the guys that are winning, they've got solid programs. You know, yeah. every single one of them. You know, everyone's riding with other fast people. Um, yeah, being by yourself Jesse, down there Jesse Dobson, I think, is um, riding with uh, Ford Dale yeah. now and those that, guys. It's that, funny you bring Ford. I actually messaged Ford um, to, to come on the show tonight because I haven't seen Ford Dale in mm. years. And then I bumped into him on the start gate when we were doing some stuff on Saturday and we had a long chat, didn't we, Donnell? We, we, yeah. we all chatted to him. And and he's like, yeah, he's doing his training. He yeah. basically has Gibbsy, Dobson, yeah. um, Tanny. Um, few other guys. few other local yeah. Queensland guys. And they've formed this little training group that, that Ford is running. Yeah. I mean, Ford's won national championships. For sure, like, he rips, He's man. a bad dude on a bike. So that's great to see that the Queensland guys have adopted that yeah. kind of pro training group. Um, so we're going to see more of that between Beatons and Ford. I think you will. I, mean, I, I think I think it's going to become now. Everyone's seeing the success that Ross's group is having, but not everyone wants to relocate. And there's plenty of of competent coaches and riders in different parts of the country. I mean, look, probably never going to have it in WA, but on the <laughs> East Coast, like even you look at like Cairns, like they've got they had Jats, they had Todd Waters, they yeah. had um, the Evanses. The wards, like that was a pod at one point. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what they want to replicate. I mean, look at Alden's. He's probably one of the pioneers of doing it. All the fast guys went there. Well, you, you know, man, you've trained that. with with Timmy Ferry and the group yeah. that you guys Jaleek used to train Swole, with. Um, Hayden Malros, um, you know, plenty of guys. And if you're riding with that, th- those guys that are ripping, you learn what they do. You watch them. You're riding with them every day. You pick things up. And, and I think that that's going to become the new normal in Australian motocross is you're going to have these groups of guys yeah. who are very fast that will be wanting to ride with each other because at the end of the day, whether you've got to race them on a weekday or a weekend, it doesn't really matter. What matters is what happens on the weekend, right? So you yeah, might as you well train. get the best out of each other. And I mean, I think what it does is it yeah. brings the, the privateers up because yeah. what happens is they want to be a part of that group. Yeah. They see that next level of riding and, yeah. and, and even the juniors that are involved in the coaching part. Like it's it's great for the sport. So yeah, Ford Dale, awesome. it was, you know, hopefully we can have a chat with him eventually on the pod. Um I don't think he's much of a media guy, so he oh, well, didn't want to come on or didn't reply to me either way. But um it was good to see him on the weekend, man. It really was. So can we get the results back up? I, I don't let's, want to look at Let's do that and we'll before we get Jesse on, should we we'll get Jesse see who on we want to who we think is gonna win next round? All right, so Carl um, Webster is going to win the next round. 
where's the next round going to be? If if Vic happens, which I hope it does, um, they've moved uh, Gilman to the final round of the series. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, in, in Vic, it's probably going to be heavy conditions. I don't think you can bet against Webster. The end of. So I'm going to go with him. Yeah. No shock there. Very, very vanilla answer. Um, one thing we do need to talk about, MX2, Kawasaki, uh, the Japanese rider. My name, his name eludes me right Haruki now. Haruki Yokohama. Haruki Yokohama. I raced him in like a lot of races in America. Really? Yeah. So he's a younger dude. Yeah, he's, young. he's like, he raced the same classes as me when I was in A. There you go. All right. Well, yeah, I know him a little bit. Like I've spoken to him before. Okay. Well, he didn't come because the team didn't go because obviously Riker's got stuck in WA. Uh, not a good look, uh, unfortunately for Cowie, not having any Sucks. contenders there. Yeah. Um, Was he? Is he based in Victoria? Or? Yeah. He'll be yeah. based around um, He's Tyson. Tyson, the team manager. In they're like not far from here, really. Like Eastern an hour suburbs, or so. Like out my way. Yeah. Or, or not not out your way. No one lives out your no way. No one lives out that way. Dude, I'm like. 20 minutes from Empire. You live like where the hills Shop. have eyes was filmed. Yes, you live far. <laughs> anyway. You didn't, you didn't have power last time we were on a podcast. So. And that's not because of the storms. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a wood fire guy. <laughs> but either way, Riker's not being there in MX1 and then the team, I, I don't know, consequently, I should have hit Tyson up to find out what went. But they clearly made a decision that they weren't traveling Probably with the situation. Good, good decision. Except for well, Rikers was stuck. Like, and there's of. nothing you can do about that. No, nah. it would have been pretty financially stressful to send just one guy out. You I, know? I guess that was the logic. I mean, he hasn't raced the series yet, so what's the point in doing one rider one sure. round? I don't know, but uh, yeah, Cowie weren't there in either 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 class with any capacity, so that was a shame for the Empire team. Hopefully, we see him back at the next rounds. Um, next round is Aubrey, right? Uh, it is. It is Aubrey in about a month's time. So let's let's round up MX2 there and let's get Jesse Dobson on the phone. Of course, um, the Circo Yamaha rider who was second overall. We'll get Jesse onto the AMX Superstores Moto Online Pro MX recap show. Uh, right now, it's looking like he might not answer the phone. <laughs> I can hear him. I think. Hang on, Jesse. Give me a sec. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we had his voicemail then. Here he is. Jesse Thompson, how are you doing, buddy? Thanks for coming on. No, I'm all right. Thanks for having me on. No, good, mate. Sorry, it's a bit late. We've uh, we've had some we've had a bit of a blowout with the show tonight with some tech things and uh, and scheduling, but I uh, appreciate you making the time. Um, just jump right into it, mate. Hey, Andy Dinicole is uh, co-hosting with me tonight, so he'll throw some questions at you in, uh, in due course. But second... Second, um, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong results. It's been a big night. Second, Second overall, overall on yeah. the day. I wanted to make sure I got that right. Um, you got to be stoked on that, mate. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I had some little goals going into the weekend and um, that I wanted to tick, tick off. And, you know, I've been working hard and I've been, uh, you know, if, since my collarbone injury and that, we've really tried to put the hammer down and getting back to being 100% again. And I feel like I'm getting there. Um, it's just, trying to transfer everything into race day. Um, and I felt like on the weekend, it, uh, what we've been doing during the week is starting to show a little bit. So, which is sick. Um, massive positive for me in that sense. Um, and I know he pulled the whole shot in the second moto, which is even better because I normally, I think I was like, I ended up fourth across the, like that start, uh, like fourth out of the first turn on that uh, second start. And, I'm pretty sure that's the furthest I've been up the front um, 
in a start ever at the national race. So um, that's massive positive for me <laughs> instead of starting at the back of the pack. So you, are you good. not a good start, right? I, I've always thought you wasn't that bad of a starter, but clearly I might be wrong there. Man, I might as well let everyone go around the first turn and then I'll, <laughs> then I'll take off because I'm that bad at it. So You must be uh, really bad then because you're on a Yamaha and those things rip. They rip, you know? Yeah, I know. That's like, <laughs> like yeah, I don't want to tell you what you already know, but... <laughs> my, yeah, my race bike is fast as, and I'm like, oh, yep. Even if I uh, stuff the, you know, the gate drop, I should be still sweet to get around the first turn, and uh, yeah, it hasn't really worked out that way for me, but um, it, they're getting better. I've been working hard on it. Um, I've had some good people in my corner um, trying to help me, um, you know, figure out my starts and just getting the process I go through, and it all um, seemed to work on the weekend, which is really good, um, super positive. And, man, believe it or not, it actually makes the race heaps easier. <laughs> really? Like, okay. Yeah. Who'd yeah, have thought? So. Who'd Je- have thought? Jesse, Andy here, mate. Um, you are just talking about your program. I was just speaking before you hopped on pod. Um, you just moved on and started uh, training with, um, with Ford, Ford Dale. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. So... Yeah, I just started working with Ford. Um, Gibbsy, there's a crew of us now, um, which is sick. And, you know, I think Gibbsy's been asking Ford to come to the track for, for ages um, to help us and been, like, you know, trying to team up. And it all just um, kind of fell together um, at a really good time. You know, Ford was in a position where he could do that now um, and come to the track and, uh, help me and Gibbsy and um, then there's Latimer Brothers, Jai Walker and um, there's another young kid, Jed Allsop, um as well and yep. we, all, we all get along really well um, and yeah, Ford, um, Ford doesn't let us have many easy days, that's for sure. So it's, um, we were just talking just talking before, sorry to cut you off, but I, I was saying, you know, I, we were doing some things on the start gate, actually when you jumped on, on the vlog and, and did your thing, that was pretty funny. But um, not too long after that, uh, I, I just saw Ford, it's like Ford Dale on the start gate. I was like, holy, that's, that's Ford Dale. Like, I haven't seen Ford Dale in years, you know. Um, and started chatting and he was, you know, then he started talking about, you know, working with you guys now and doing the program that he's doing up there. And I was like, that's that's really cool that Queensland kind of has that pro group now that, that, that sort of has someone helping you guys with with the the finer you know finer tuning because you guys all know how to go fast you know you wouldn't be on teams and be the level you're at without it and this isn't going to turn into a Ford Dale coaching commercial we're just talking about like you know we were talking about different people's programs but um you know it's it's good it's only going to be a good thing for the Queensland scene and you guys progressing collectively so it's really cool to see but I I thought like as soon as you know you've looked good all year you're really good at Wontaggy yeah um you know, even with the collarbone issues between Montaggy, Maitland, like you've looked good, but this weekend, as soon as I saw you out on the track and qualifying, I was like, Dobson looks racy today. Like you look really looks ready to rip. And that track wasn't a track from the outside looking in that looked like it uh, helped you feel like you had much flow. But you look good. Yeah, I um, I felt pretty good uh, leading into the weekend. I was just so ready to go. Um, like I, I had my little goals. You know, I, I wanted to, I really wanted to. Um, try and qualify fastest um, and, you know, try and, you know, Webster's been riding awesome, but I wanted to take one thing away from him and I felt like that's where I could start, um, which was, you know, qualifying ahead of him. And I come around and I kept getting P1 on the people and I was like, yep, 
sweet we're on, but um, let's just. <laughs> he just pipped um, you at the end, huh? No, his transponder wasn't working. Wasn't oh, that's right. That's right. Him. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> but they still got a time of him, and he went faster. Like, yeah, that's cool. And um, yeah, I after that, I was just like, well, you know, that's that's all right. I'm I'm P two. Um, it's positive, and um, you know, he can line up, and I can see where he goes, and I can choose from there. Um, and yeah, I just I I don't know. I just I feel like what we've been doing during the week is. I was ready to go for the weekend. I was ready for Gilman, um, but, you know, obviously it didn't happen. Um, and then, yeah, this week leading into it, I was just I just felt good. We had a good week riding and everything, um, and I'm healthy now. Um, Canberra sucked riding with my collarbone, but I got some decent points there. And um, once that year, it was just kind of trying to get some points on the board. Um, so, yeah, I'm just trying to build, and I'm trying to work on myself. And you know, and be the best Jesse Dobson I can be um, on race day and everything like that. And you know, we're working hard with Ford, me and Gibbsy, and then me and Gibbsy also use the same trainer off the bike as well, uh, which is Five Four Seven Sports Performance. And um, we've done a lot with him. He you know, works with. The uh, I see a lot of younger guys, and and um, he seems pretty active in the scene up there as far as training goes. So um, that's cool to see. Yeah, he trains a he does a group of young kids. Uh, I think he does. I think Toby Drew was going there a couple of times and stuff like that. Who uh, who is that? Uh, What's his name? Sorry. Uh, who's that? The, the, the trainer? trainer. Yeah. Uh, five four seven sports performance. His name's Levi. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, he's um, he's got a he's you know from a physio background and everything, and he rode growing up and um. He, you know, he studies writing and everything like that. And, um, yeah, he, I, th- I feel like, you know, mine gives his off-bike training um, pretty solid. And he was, um, you know, he was, we plan everything around our training with Ford as well at the track. And um, we all work together as a team. And it, um, you know, it's, it, it's good. We've got people holding us accountable on the bike and off the bike also, which is really neat, you know. And, all those one percenters all add up. Um, and I think that's what Kyle's got going for him at the moment. He's just got the one percenters. So, um, yeah, we uh, it was time to pull my socks up and uh, start investing in myself with a, with a trainer on the bike and a trainer off the bike. And, um, yeah, I think that uh, hopefully, you know, you should be able to see uh, more of Jesse Dobson at the pointy end of the field. I think, you know, you look at Webster's journey compared to yours right now, like he's been several years in this class with the same team, the same program, like building this momentum to where he is now. Whereas I've talked about this in other shows, Jesse, we haven't had you on for a a long time, but man, your career has been a pinball machine of, you know, trying to land rides, getting injured, going to, you know, you went from MXD to MX1, you know, privateer, factory KDM for Supercross. Like you've, you've had that many different opportunities is one thing. Injuries is another, like, um, you know, even with, uh, you know, you, you signed with Recover 8 KDM last year to get something going and then COVID hits and, and then that year's a wash and then Serco becomes an opportunity. But, you know, you've managed to stay healthy long enough this time and be with a solid team where I think you're finally starting to get a base, you know, outside looking in at least, that's where I, what I see. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Last, like the last two years were a big... Um, 
rebuilding year for me, I think. Um, like, I really have to, like, I I think, um, you know, myself and there's a few people around me that, like, a, that I'm close with um, could agree, I'm sure, that I pretty much had to go and recreate myself in the last two years. Um, even from when I was racing in, what was it, 2019, uh, being a privateer, doing my own thing, like, I worked hard and everything like that and um, I thought I was fit but you know the last year um, I really think I'd you know cleaned up a lot of stuff from my diet to my training um, and you know I I had to recreate myself but now I'm I'm, I'm vegan now um, I've yeah, got yeah. all these different things um, you know I've got a really good support crew around me and that's super important um, you know my girlfriend she's um, you know she's so supportive of me and has my back 100% and you know all those things um, make a big difference and um, yeah I think that's just what you, you know I think on the weekend that's maybe whatever you know that was the result of it um, of it all starting to come together so how old are you now Jesse yeah hopefully I can keep the ball rolling and um, yeah we uh, can keep getting some runs on the board and hopefully um, maybe a possible number one eh? um, a, a, with an overall and a race and yeah I mean from there. I think you're well on track um, yeah. quick quick one talking about you 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 know you reinvent like how old are you now uh, I'm 24 now I'm getting old man oh, okay settle down first of all but so you're the same age as Andy basically right yeah so I'm 23 yeah okay so um, yeah I think I mean here's the thing Jesse right like I, I look back as in um I, you know, geez, you look at age, right? Like, you're 24. You're like, oh, I'm old. I've been in the game forever. Like, I remember watching you at Junior Aussies 10 years ago. You were getting ready to go pro, you know? Like, it's – we just had Jay Wilson on the phone. His, his first pro season was 10, 11 years ago. Like, but you come into the game so young. And, and the, the thing with motorsport is, like, you know, in 2019, you were running your 450 program and you had you and your mechanic driving around in a van and you're trying to do it the hard way. You're, like, 22 years old. You're barely old enough to – know what's up in the world and you're trying to put business deals together and do all this stuff like run your program run your fitness run you know work a job to pay for it in between all of it right like uh, I'm you know I I took so much time off from racing like my story when I came back to race over here in Australia briefly you know to run my own program I was like 25 and it was so much easier for me at that age to start piecing together a program and know what to do than 21 22 like it it's I don't think it's a reflection on you know, I think the industry just forgets how young everybody is, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. I think that, um, yeah, I think a lot of people think that I'm older than what I am. Um, and that was because of going, you know, maybe going 450 so early. And Well, you did um, one year in MXD and you went straight to 450, so. Yeah, and that year I did an MXD because my birthday is at the end of March. Um, it was right before round one. And like that last year, you can because of the January one ruling um, yeah. as a junior, like you can race that last year basically when you're 16 as a junior. But um, I chose to go straight up to MXD. So like I was, I think I turned, I think before round one um, of MXD that year. What was it? 2013. Uh, it was two weeks before my birthday was, and um, I couldn't race in Australia as a senior, so I went to New Zealand um, and I raced some national rounds over there just to get ready yeah. for when I come back to Australia to race MXD because it was a long race and everything like that. And so, you know, I 
went to I went to you know pro or whatever MXC when I was quite young, um, and then I went straight to 450. So I think everyone kind of assumes I'm older than what I am, and um, you know people you know people can you know there's Reese Bud. People probably think he's a lot older than what he is too, but he's only young man. Like even. Jai Walker as well, he's facing 450s. That kid's so young. Uh, Regan, you know, he's young. He's yeah, a young he's, kid. He's 18, man. That's the thing. You guys have to grow up so quick. And, and you know, people in the media like, like us, you know, like I've been on both sides of the fence. Like I remember, um, you know, 2013, which was your first year in MXD. Like I was, Jack Simpson was my guy. I was coaching and training him like full time. You guys mm-hmm. had some big battles that year. But, mm-hmm. you know, you look at... Um, you look at who was around you in MXD back then, you know, like it was pretty much Jay. Jay, I think would be the only rider left that you came up with in the pro ranks now, like Jack. And I'm trying to remember who else was in the battles you guys used to have in that top group. But most of those guys from your original year, they're, they're not in the sport anymore. So it goes to show, you know, you've, you've hung in there to get to the point you're at, you know? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's crazy to think that. Like, yeah, it, you're pretty much spot on there, but, um, yeah, my biggest thing was I, I just, um, I knew that, you know, I went through, I made some mistakes and I've done some dumb stuff with, you know, on the track and, you know, I've tried to learn from it all. Um, and it's made me who I am today. And I think I, I wouldn't change that. I would change a lot of stuff I've done, but, um, you know, what I've learned and everything like that, I wouldn't take that away. Um, and it just comes from trial and error. Um, and my thing was always, you know, when, in 2019 when it was, you know, I didn't have a ride and I was doing it on my own and that, I was just like, I just kept telling myself, you know, you got to hang in there. You got to hang in there because, you know, there's, I was just, I, I believed in myself and I was like, my time will come. Like, I just got to hang in here. Like, I'm still young um, and do the best that I can just and just take what I've got and um, forget all the rest of the crap, all the bad things and just focus on the positives. Um, and I've just tried to be like that. Um my whole career and I guess um, that's where I am now uh, it's got me to where I am now and you know being on a factory team and everything's great and I'm super grateful but um, that's that's definitely not my goal as well you know I'm, my goal is to be an Australian champion um, and I want to race overseas too so um, yeah just being on a team um, helps you get to that step but um, and I'm super grateful for that but yeah I, I just well, I guess I'm still here. It's just that I've always told myself to never give up and, um, you know, and believe that my time will come and my time hasn't come yet, but uh, hopefully it might be coming sooner rather than later. So, uh, <clears throat> Jesse, se- second on the weekend and then second overall in the points, um, getting closer and closer to that top step. What's it going to take for Jesse Dobson to get a win this year or in the next couple of rounds? Breakout. What's that breakout? What's, what's it going to, when's it coming, Jesse? When's it coming? Give, it, give us a hot Um, step. It's going to come with some more good starts, that's for sure, <laughs> and not the <laughs> Yes, sir, uh, 100%. Out the back. Um, and it's going to take heaps of things. Um, you know, trials run good, and um, there's a lot of moving parts from, um, you know, your dirt bike and, yourself and everything else there's a lot of things that come into play as a big process that you got to go through to um to win a race and that's what i'm learning at the moment so hopefully uh yeah. hopefully when it all comes together i can uh it, it might happen again and again and again um but yeah it's it's definitely going to be tough and um but i'm looking forward to it and 
I just want to have fun with this championship. I want to enjoy the battles. The battles have been sick so far. Everyone's been riding awesome. And um, I have massive respect for everyone that I race and how hard everyone works. But uh, at the same time, I uh, I want to be standing on that top step. Uh, and I don't want those guys in, in front of me, that's for sure. Sure. I think, um, it's, you know, you're with Serco, you, you know, you, you, you've got a solid base on, you've got a solid <laughs> bike. I think... I think everyone forgets how well you ride a 450 in Supercross, and I think that's going to transfer really well to hopefully the upcoming Supercross season when when it finally gets announced and everything. Yeah. Um. But it's good, man. Look, I, you know, I I really hope you keep progressing, keep you know, stay healthy, keep doing what you're doing, man. Because you've been in the trenches for a long time, so it's good to see. And uh, yep, I was just going to ask a question. I'm just going to switch gears a little bit here because we did see Jesse on Saturday before the race. And he did say something about secret sauce. So what? What's your go-to at yeah. Guzman Gomez? Because uh, we, yeah, what, what did you have in there? For you. What did you have in there in that bag, Jesse? Uh, oh, that wasn't even my food. It wasn't even my food. <laughs> I was uh, I was getting food for um, my girlfriend and uh, Mark looks it. Uh, it wasn't even my food. <laughs> so, well, there's nothing wrong with eating. Like yeah. it's good. You know, it's good clean food on the road, Guzman and Gomez. You know, it's actually all right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know, but no, no, it wasn't even mine. I thought I was telling you, it's secret. And see it. I see that. I've got you guessing. You yeah, yeah. Well, we're like, okay, he's vegan now. Like I've eaten vegan a couple of times for a, a prolonged amount of time. It's actually amazing for your body. Yeah. Um, Didn't you end up in hospital? <laughs> yeah, but that was an unrelated health issue. I just put it on the veganism at the time. Well, you know, um, but. You know, we was like, okay, well, what's the, what's the what's the vegan what's the vegan burrito saying? He's got in there, like it's working for him. Yeah, you know. Well, he got his fastest lap on uh, lap eleven uh, in the second moto, and um, as I said to Jay earlier in the pod, I got arm pump in the second. So I'm thinking maybe veganism <laughs> is probably my go-to from now on because I'm unfit. You know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not going to put that pill in the diet, but yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> hey, well, uh, P one and two in the championship are vegan. So, That's exactly uh, what I'm saying. The next, uh, do you know at- how much trends catch on in the pro pits? Like the, before you know it, yep. the, the entire MX2 field are going to be wearing hemp pants hemp pants. and drinking you know soy lattes and uh wearing you know, Birkenstocks yeah yeah hey no Birkenstocks that's one thing I won't do nah. I'm not about that one, <laughs> no, not about the Jesus sneakers hey <laughs> nah nah those things I, I used to do some riding in that with Aaron Tanty and, and every time I had a chance to throw those things out of the window if I was in his no, car they're was, expensive I'm wearing some right now yeah it's it's ridiculous I've never Jesse. felt you so free see, you should see this guy get up but anyway <laughs> Um, <laughs> I I want to see you in those things at Albury because I reckon you'll be have no toes left. All right, so one, two, five, cup in them. Yeah, they would fall off. It'd be that cold. I mean, look, look at the rest of the championship, Reese. But there's no way with that moustache he is going vegan because he's far too much for man with yep. that that red red thing on his lip. Um, Jay, Jay I could see Jay going Maybe. vegan. Uh, Nathan seems too angry to be a vegan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying, like, I can't. I don't think he's going to embrace that. Um, Willsy's definitely. Willsy's a cyclist. Like I could see him. I could see these soy lattes and Birkenstocks, but definitely not the. Yeah, I've met Noah Ferguson's dad. Although I've met your dad too, Jesse. He's pretty gnarly. Is he ashamed to have a vegan son? Or uh, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even know how to say it properly. He calls it vegan. So yeah, yeah. I can just imagine your dad being like, yeah, you know. Um, Does he ever try to slip anything in your food? Like just maybe like a couple nuggets here and there or? Well, he doesn't understand that like I don't have dairy or anything like that. And he'll be like, oh, you want a chocolate milk or something? <laughs> 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 hey, hey like, pussy boy, you want a milkshake? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's and no disrespect to vegans. Like I said, I've tried it a couple of times. I really enjoyed it. I've just never had the staying power. But um, it for athletes with like the inflam the anti-inflammatory, like eating clean. I think until you do it, you don't realize how good it is for your joints and your body, right? Um, yeah, I um, I like it. I enjoy it. You know, obviously, it's um, it's hard on the road sometimes, but um, you know, more and more places are coming out with vegan, you know, options and stuff that, like that's that. That's where I struggled. That's where I struggled the most on the road, traveling a lot. You know, but um, yeah, it's definitely tricky on the road. But um, one yeah, question: one question, were you vegan before? Uh, is your girlfriend vegan? Yeah, my girlfriend's vegan. So, That's why. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's girlfriend is vegan as well. And I'm like... Yeah, women make men better. I understand that. So that's the upgrade. Like when you, you know, you do better things, usually the woman leads the way. Um, but yeah, I, I was curious about that one. But all right, we're going to stop bashing you about being a vegan. It's, it's pretty funny. I'm though. not bashing it's, him. No. Nah. <laughs> he got second, so. So true. I mean, he's making it work. He's making it work. I'm going to um, rock up at the next round with vegan stickers on my helmet. Yeah, you I'm should. Gonna you, it, do yeah, you, do you have plant-based athlete in your Instagram bio? That That is when yeah, it crosses. Do you have that? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, do. All right. Like, that's a cliche, but you've embraced it. I like it. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just trying to be like Kyle. Who knows? Does he have that too? Yeah, okay. But you wear leather boots, right? <laughs> <laughs> leather boots? No. That's, that's not vegan. Oh, true. So what, 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 what are you – Alpine Star Tech 10's made no, out of? The, the hemp. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, yeah. <laughs> no comment. All right, let's, this is getting out of hand. All, All right. right. Hey, uh, but your setup, man, that new gear setup you it had on looked sick on the weekend too. So Looked like LeBron James. It did. There. It did. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I just said to Gavin today, I was like, we need to get more of that stuff, eh? Because uh, I think that's just not going to be my gear colorway. It's a lit kit. Yeah, like, if you yeah, ran that for the rest of the year, I don't think anyone would complain. Um, yeah, no, I know. I had Will here because he's a big basketball guy come up to me. He's like, I want that jersey at the end of the year after cool him. And I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever, no worries. As long as you're going to give me one. Yeah. You? Yeah, Will well, he's got a, a sick jersey too. Basketball so guy, yeah. You guys both had some lit kit going on on the weekend. Um, That'd be a sick photo. Yeah, would. each other their jerseys like the basketballers do. That'd be tough. That would. All right. Well, yeah, well, maybe we can... Can we get the exclusive on the inside though at Instagram? We'll take that photo. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll ne- we'll negotiate a rate, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, oh, yeah. You tell me where I send the invoice. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hey, Jesse Thompson here on the AMX Superstores Moto Online Primex Recap Show. On the Inside the Network, Jesse, it's been fun, man. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Good job on the weekend. And uh, keep landing on that podium and uh, and uh, keep keep the momentum going, bud. It's good to see you up there. No, good stuff, man. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me on there. I'll see you at the next one, eh? You will, see mate. Ya. All right, thank you. All right, man. Cheers, boys. See, see you, mate. All right. Serco Yamas, Jesse Dobson. What a legend. That was fun. He's, that he's, was fun. He's a good dude. Same in the vlog. Check Is out it? the Inside the Vlog because uh, we're like – I'm doing a segment. I'm about to start, and he like grabs the microphone. And he's like Jesse Throbson here. Like, just yes, so good. Just oh. he's such a character. He loves it. All right, so that's MX2 covered. Um, before we bounce, we should probably touch on the absolute destruction of the MX3 field by Blake Fox. Blake Fox. I like a. My goodness, God, he's fast. Wow, he's like, so good. First couple of rounds, like he was good. He's I know dropped, he's, he's dropped one moto so far, and that was to ride at Kingsford. Yeah, and yeah. and that was at Wontaggy. In the wet. In the wet at, at Kingsford's local. I mean, look, 
you know, we, we've talked about Fox before that everyone thinks he's older than he is because he's so Who's big. He's 17. And he's 17. Are you ready for this? Yeah, Blake Fox went four seconds faster a lap than anyone else on So track. the fastest lap in Moto2, he did 150. Which is the same times as what the top two. That was faster than MX2. That's yes. the fastest lap on a 250 in the afternoon. Yes. I didn't even know that until just then. He is cooking. And did you watch him? Because I watched him and I was like, he is flawless. He hit all his marks. His toes were on like so light on the pegs. What what was his time in Moto Two? One fifty seven. That's the well, Webster in qualifying in MX two did a one fifty point seven. Yeah. Yeah. And this was saying no they were doing fifty ones in MX two and it was the moto after. Mm. Like, like I, so the track was the same. I would be so nervous if I was the guys in it. MX2 slash even MX3. Well, yeah. Like, like if he went and hopped in the MX2 class, he would be a top runner easily. He's a, yeah. He reminds me of when Wilson Todd was in MXD yeah. a few years ago. Do you remember yeah. those years? And he was like destroying MXD and the times were competitive with MX2 and MX1. Yeah. Very much like Duffy and Purvis in Yeah, like Fox is making me a believer, man, because the first couple of rounds, like, yeah, he's good, but he's not. But that round... Like, yeah, he's from New South. He's somewhat he of... dominated Canberra as well, He's though. somewhat of a local to that terrain. I don't know if he's a local to the track or whatever, but man, like... All right, so this is well, his lap times. 150, 151, 152, 153, 153, 155, 154, 156, two minutes, 158, 157. The track... Okay, so then, towards the end of the motor, the track <coughs> went away... Second round, 154, 155, 154, 154, 156, all the way down to 159. I mean, I think it's fair to say that Fox sprinted at the beginning. Hard, and but then even so, like... Just balanced it. But the thing, what you're saying, like, how good he looked on TV, when you were there in the venue, because he had such a big lead, all the other bikes throughout the back in, in the woods, like in the bush coming out of the back section, he'd come over the finish, and you just hear, like... Like he was no yeah. brakes, no gas, just, just cruising, cruising, Flowing. and then all of a sudden you'd hear, ah, da, 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 you know, everyone else coming through in the group, and it was like, and, but Kingsford had a massive gap to third as well. Like That's he what was I mean. Kinda, it's just it was them really, two, man. It was really spread out. Who was in third? It's them oh, that two was that horror ride kid. Yeah, yeah. Which I believe isn't he riding with um, Clout and? Uh, I honestly, I know nothing about the kid, so no uh, disrespect to him. But I, I'm I don't sure know Holroyd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hats oh, off no, to him. Connor Towell is the one that's riding with. We um, need to talk about that kid because props to Holroyd. Don't know anything about him to add much to the conversation, but he got third overall, which is killed good him in that killed second it. motor. Great yeah, ride, crushed it. Connor Towell, he is young, is as he? in like. I'm pretty sure he's one of the youngest in the class. He got tenth, but he got he's he running. DNF, he's running he got second the first race. Running junior numbers. Did he get second in that he first moto? Second in the first moto, and right. he DNF. He led the first moto yeah. and got second. That's you know he's running junior numbers like the kid. I've been for for he years. Like he um he's fast in juniors, whole shots, win races, big crashes. Like that's kind of his deal. He's just like a super passionate, fast kid. The family's super cool. Like I like him. Um, but man, watching him execute that moto, like I think he's. I think he's like 14 or 15. Like he's young. Dude. Yeah. He's not, he's not, he's not maybe 15. I mean, I might be wrong. If I'm out to lunch on that, I'm sorry, but I think he's young. Yeah. He's little. He too. rides with, yeah, as I said, he rides with, um, he rides with Wilsey. Wilsey, Wilsey rides out of his rides he, and, and Wilsey rides with Cloudy. Um, Cloudy. So I think they know. ride at his house a lot. I think. Gotcha. Uh, he's got a sick setup, but either way, like killed it, killed it, man. 10th so overall. Props to him DNF. in that first moto. Um, um Campbell, 
Campbell Williams was coming through too. I don't know what happened in that last moto because Campbell Williams was third on that last lap. Did he crash? Did Holroyd get him? Like, what happened? I, I think Holroyd got him no, just Holroyd on the line. Him, yeah. Because Williams came in and his. his they dad, were, it was very heated outside. It was. I don't know why. Like, um, had beef. It was Williams over the, it was was over the overall. Like, he was not at Holroyd. He was like, there was like father son words going on right oh. outside the media tent. And I kind of came around. And I was like, oh, I'm going to. You know, like they weren't happy. I think there was a little bit of confusion too of what the overall sat at. I did, so did, that, did Williams think getting fourth would get him third overall? I think so. Right. I think he still thought that he got third. Because he should have been third overall with that third. So that's why yeah. when I came out of the media tent for the podium, I was like, what's, why is he, Dude, Williams what looked good though. Like, did he you look watch really out, good. Like his body yeah. position, his like, the whole He's form. He's got a like, sick style. And sick I saw style. him, at, I saw him at Blue Rock last weekend. Was he out there too? He won riding. Yeah. And he had the stopwatch on and I was joking with him because I was like, oh, you're Ross's apprentice now. And he's like, oh, I think he had a bit of an injury going on or something. He yeah. didn't really say much, but... Um, because he's a BCP guy, isn't he? With Hope. he's he's so he's BCP uh, Yoshimura Honda yeah. junior team rider, but yeah. obviously the juniors can race MX3. MX3. So he's a younger guy as well. I think he's fifteen. So does this does 16. that mean that he'll be able to race Oz titles? Yes, that's Oz a that's the thing with this MX3 class. You can now go. Oh, back. It's not like young. back in your day when yeah, you yeah. were either junior yeah. or senior. senior like these guys both. can race both. You know who I like thought was like ripping, and then I don't know really what happened to him, is that. Ben, ben Novak, Benny Novak, because he ripped in the second moto. He was got he crashed, came all the way through the pack, and then I, I think don't know just, what happened. I think he just had a crash day. Like yeah. I think because again, he's a New South guy. He should have been up front, and he was ripping though. He came mm. through the pack like he was doing like fast lap times, but then all of a sudden, just I mean, there was some weird results. As in, like Hunter Collins is a New South local. He rips. He yeah. was outside the top ten. Um, Alex Anderson. I mean, Manir had a quiet day. He was fifth overall, but he's super young. Like, that's just a whatever day. But even so, fifth day. is not like, bad for Manir. Oh, it's like, really First good. year, getting your feet wet. It's good. You know, look at the rest of the results. You know, Jet Burgess-Stevens, 16th. Byron Dennis, 15th. Like, those kids are mm. really fast juniors that mm. I would have expected to see further up. But I think the track, and that's the thing with um, with MXD. You know, Fairbrother, another guy, Rory Fred, he rips. Like, um these guys are the results are all over the place. That's yeah. what you see with MX3. That's, you that's know? the thing. You're going to see, for the most part, you're going to see Fox and Kingsford, maybe Novak and Manier. Yeah, but it's but like after that, you can see guys like Holroyd, nothing to take away, like a killer ride on Sunday. Mm. Like Cooper Holroyd to get that podium. Yeah, hats off to him. Great ride. Awesome ride. He rode good, man. Yeah, yeah. really good. But that's the thing. You're going to see these guys have off weekends. Like, it's you're gonna see anywhere from you know you could have Tycoon on the podium, you could have Campbell Williams on the podium, Ryan An- uh, Alex Anderson. Yeah, like, you know who I don't see being off the podium, Blake Fox. <laughs> yeah, gnarly, gnarly. Same um, with Kingsford though. Like it's yeah, those two. And I mean, look, Fox will go to MX2 next year. So will Kingsford, that like that's the new blood coming in. Yeah, um, but it always seems to be this way in that junior class. Like we've seen it in MXD before. You know, you had Cody Dice versus um, Jai Roberts. Jai Roberts. You had. Max Purvis versus Duffy. Like, there's there always, always two guys. Two, yeah, it was... Yeah, you're right. You're but right. But the thing is, this is the benefit of that MX3 class. Those two guys are now coming through a lot younger, which is going to help with international prospects. Well, I think that's the design of the class. And that's perfect. Because you look at... like Not a, to take anything away from MXD. It was always a perfect stepping stone, but I think MX3 is now. just that little bit better now. Well, as the sport evolves, I think that's... As know, we mature, the sport matures with us. Well, you look at... 
the way MXGP is now, you have to be younger going over there mm-hmm. because they've done the age structure. So you look at like Crawford, who had one year crack at it. Well, now he's aged out. Malkowitz is going to have to get back next year. Or he's going to age, he's gonna age yeah. out. Like it doesn't... So, you know, back in the day, they didn't have that. Like say when Jed first went over or when... Um, Luke Stike went to Europe in MX2. It was a point-out series, wasn't it? No, it was no, there was nothing. Yeah, um, right. You know, you go back seven, eight years, uh, Caleb Ward went over, Jay Wilson went over, like all those guys, right? I, it was a di- They could go from Australia and MX2 back then. Now, you've got to be going, you be going younger because you need two or three years in MXGP to be competitive. And if, if you don't You almost go, need to be going MX3 and dominating MX3 at, what, 15? Well, I think my... You know, you look at Minear. Yeah, perfect. Um, perfect example. I think he has international prospects, as in he's good enough because he's so young. So I think he's, I think he's fourteen or even if he's fifteen, bit. whatever. Yeah. He's there or thereabouts, right? Even if he stays at MX3 for another two years, he's going to be like seventeen, mm. eighteen, which he'll probably go to MX2 before that. But when he goes to Europe, if he goes to Europe, I'm not speaking. I don't know anything about his program. I really don't know anything about his family, but. Um, he would be under 20 years old. you got to be there at 18. Yeah, like he, 18, 19, he could go to Europe. That gives you five years. And he would be... 23. Ve- exactly. It gives you four to five years in Europe. Which Jed has done. Or Hunter Lawrence and Jet Lawrence. Over there at 15. There you go. Well, Jet, right? was, Jet was over there at... Well, I Jet was younger. Hunter was a little... He was 16. You know, either way. But, you know... You can't, you can't be in your 20s going over. Well, it's while you late. guys are talking... Yeah, what are you Europe, doing? I've been mocking up who I think is going to win the overalls for the next round. Okay, so let's do that. That's that's MX3. That's a wrap. We need to give these guys more time, but this show got a little hectic. So, all right, let's have the on record who got it wrong for the next and round. I'll write it down because, you know... Yeah, right, I don't want no fluffing about this. Don't right. Let's, let's right, record. All right. all right, so let's hear it. Who's your picks? Andy Dinicole. So this is my president phone. of the Jason Anderson fan club, which no, still not, says in my phone <laughs> when you call me. <laughs> it was Jason. It's Cooper Webb now. Okay. okay? Oh, yeah. you're on the web Get wagon. With the times. Well, wins I've, couple been titles. On a, I've been on the web wagon since 250 star racing. Of course you have. So you never just, wavered when his years were at Yamaha. Never would never. Let's do that. hear your picks. That doesn't Let's sound hear like your me. picks, Mister Wagon Hopper. 450. Yeah. Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Clout. Maros. For Aubrey. In that order. Okay. Or wherever we go racing. Well, what? <clears throat> yeah, okay. Uh, 250. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, Crawford win because I think he's going to be angry. Okay. And he'd be hard to beat. Yeah. I'm he's definitely play. not eating vegetables. He's that angry. Yeah. He's, he's, he's <laughs> eating raw, steak. raw meat. He's going to the steak. <laughs> he's hunting he's his meat. On the biggest one you got, Wagyu, and I want a blue. He <laughs> doesn't want to even cook it. <laughs> oh, if it's so still good. mooing, sign me up. Sign me up. I'll have the biggest cow here. <laughs> So, protein for uh, Crawford. <laughs> and, uh, second, uh, I will do mm, Jay Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go Dobson for third. Only You're putting Webster Webster off the podium. Podium. Uh, I hate to say this, but we're what? Round four now? Mm. Them bikes have been through a lot. You reckon there's a mechanical coming? I think there's a mechanical. No uh, way, dude. Not, not I've got to say, no, I've got to say, with Sladek and Piney there, you, there's not a there's chance. There's not an issue with that bike, bike. Is blowing up. No okay. way. Okay. All right, too, they're like, mine, not yours. So, Mister. <laughs> all right, well, no, no. Yeah, we got to round this one up. What's your picks? And uh, uh, for MX3, hold cow. MX3, hold your horses. We'll go with Fox Kingsford, and I liked the guy in. 
Who we got here? I like Williams. Campbell Williams, I'm going to go for a top okay. three. Okay. Your picks. MX1, you want to write this down, Andy? So I'm writing to, it down. Okay. MX1, you can't go past Luke Clout right now. Mm-hmm. Momentum just on it. Uh, I think Duffy bounces back, gets a second. And Waters is just going to be Mr. Consistent all year long. Mm-hmm. Third. Mm-hmm. Um, MX2, Kyle Webster. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit obvious. Yeah. Like, Kyle Webster, I think, gets a win just over Dobson and Crawford. Mm-hmm. In what order? Uh, Dobson, then Crawford. Yeah. And if you want to put down a fourth place, I'm saying Dylan Wills. Okay. With four, three moto scores. Um, it just goes to show that There's you no multi here. It's no, not a betting no, no, app. No. Like, yeah. uh, you don't get then, your bet back. Uh, you know. MX3. Ooh, I dropped out again. MX3, um, Blake Fox, Ryder Kingsford, and throw Benny Novak in third. You know, the interesting variable is going to be for Aubrey. If it's a mutter, it changes mm. everything. But, okay. yeah. <laughs> Look at the fear in Andy's face when you say mutter. Yeah, because you've got to race it. Oh, if you it's a mutter, I'm man. literally not putting that one too far because I rode it at Ride Park and it was good and I was concerned it might blow up. So the Flaming Dragon doesn't hold mud well. Hey, man, if I'm if I funding your entry and everything via Inside the... You will be racing. I will, I will be your team manager and your coach. Does this mean that I can or can't drink beers before the race? <laughs> As long as you get to the, like get into the Greek, I don't care. Just get to just the race. Just get to the race. All right. Um, okay. We got here. We're gonna have a hell of a crew up there at Aubrey too. It's gonna be fun. All right. MX one. Uh, it goes Clout, Gibbs, and um, Clout, Gibbs, and Waters is your top three. Uh, MX two is gonna be um, uh, Webster, Crawford, Dobson. God, you are vanilla. Yeah, I'm, uh, done, I'm done with the hot takes. Vanilla. I'm done with the hot takes. And and MX3 is going to be Fox, Kingsford, and... Um, that's a hard one, isn't it? That third spot is a hard one. Because uh, pro- there's like 19 guys that can take that spot. I reckon it'll be... Um, oh, I'm just going to put Novak there. Very safe. Very Do you poli- want to copy my tips Very anymore? political bets. Very political bets. Whatever. So. All right, those are on record. Sorry. All right, guys. Hey, <clears throat> this has, has been, been a long show. the AMX Superstores Motor Online Primax recap show. This has been a long one. Maybe we need to just make these longer because we've been trying to fit them into like 90 minutes and it's not working. Mm. Um, <laughs> so here we are. We're Al- currently at 130 minutes. Alex Gobert, um, Jay Wilson, Jesse Dobson on the show. We thank those guys for coming on. AMX Superstores are partner and sponsor in this show the nation's leading off-road and motorcycle retailer with over i think it's like 17 or 18 locations nationwide now they're throwing them up faster than we can count um it seems like like every time we do a show it's like oh it's a new store it's a new store so make sure you check out your local amx superstores uh in store location make sure you check out amx superstores website click and collect if you're in a lockdown area which is a lot of the country right now and you need your dirt bike parts fix i know a lot of people will be riding so make sure you hit up do you, do you know who's not in lockdown victoria victoria <laughs> for once the place to be so amx superstores check out the new location in newcastle opening mid-september ligon street in the melbourne cbd is the latest superstore discount center it's open for all your road and off-road needs um the 125 refurbished competition is still going to buy that pretty sick kdm 125 you just gotta Win, get some buy I'm going to say buy a Penrite product to, to, win. to win. So that's, I, I was getting there. Thank you, though. Um, uh, 
as much Penrod product as you can put in the shop and trolley at AMX is going to get you that 125. So just get it yeah. done. Uh, we thank those guys for coming on board. Moto Online is our distribution partner. Thank you, Alex Gobert and the guys for the love there. Uh, make sure you check out the Inside the YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe because the vlog from round one is out and it's a good one and there's more to come. Yep. Especially when this guy races the 125 Cup and yeah. we get some behind the scenes of him. There'll be some good footage. You know, you might see me throwing up after a moto. <laughs> you might see, you know, me being on the podium. Probably not, but it might happen. It might know? happen. It might. So I think the vlog to watch will be the series final in the after party. But Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we'll be out. Well, I certainly won't be there with the GoPro. I'll be in bed because I'm old. But yeah, Me too. You youngsters can do your thing. Oh, I'm going. Thanks for watching, guys. Make sure you um, you know, follow the inside the YouTube. Make sure you rate us on iTunes, Spotify. It really helps with the visibility. AMX Superstores Moto Online. Thanks to all involved. Um, please like, subscribe, share everything, every channel. Share the love. We appreciate it. Hopefully, Aubrey is not going to be an issue with uh, lockdowns and, and uh, border, restrictions. border restrictions. And uh, we can go racing in a few weeks' time and give you guys another show. But if we can't, we'll come back with another show anyway. Yep. Inside Dirt Show anytime soon? Probably should do one, but we'll get to that. It's been a hot minute. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back soon. Thank you.